this is Justina with our fellow friends here at the Mobcast Network Cult Movie Cantina. I don't know how you start these. I'm going to be quite honest. I love this podcast. so good. So welcome. <laughs> you, you, uh, it ended up being three hours. <laughs> okay. This is the longest podcast we've ever done. Join us. Hopefully, it isn't broken up into two sections. Oh, it's not. It won't be. No, we're going to ride this. If I had to sit through this, you're going to have to sit First through First of this. all, had to sit through it. We had a really great it was a, It's time. a good show. It's a good show. It was so it's, good. It's so long because we had so much to say about this, and we had a wonderful special guest. So if you want to see who it is, you need to come join us. That's we had many right. tangents, a wonderful time. High energy, Jesus juice. We had join us. Juice. What did we talk about? Oh, so sorry. Xanadu. God, yes. <laughs> this didn't have a script. Blank yeah. piece of paper. Welcome to Xanadu. So welcome to our podcast. It, it actually, it says in the description right there. Oh, right <laughs> there. Xanadu. Right here? Xanadu. Oh, and while you're looking at Xanadu, there's a like button. Go ahead and press that. And if, you, like yeah, it. And if you're on a subscribe, here? you should hit that too. Can you go ahead and give Where me? You gave Drew a light, a light yeah, finger. Can you give me a wand? Xanadu. Listen, uh, uh, the podcast. Um, it's just going to be a long show. Welcome. We appreciate having you and join us for a fun ride. Even our intro's long. <laughs> intro. 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 <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh God. You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome to the Cult Movie Cantina. Yay! Yay! I almost kept going, so I'm glad you guys all cheered. This podcast takes a look at our favorite cult films, introduces them to someone who hasn't seen them before. That's me this time. Yes, it is. It was me as well, but no one's surprised. Pairs them with a great alcoholic beverage. That's me, and it's going to be epic. And then we talk about it. Yay! This week, we watched the 1980 fantasy musical romance Xanadu, <laughs> Xanadu, there it is. Now we are here. Xanadu, there it is. Xanadu, your neon lights will shine. I am Justina, your delical jester, and I'm joined by, as always, Wakanda Forever, uh, your Lady of Libations, Stephanie. Oh, Countess, Lady of Libations, yeah. or Ca Lady of Libations. Forget it. I bring the alcohol. <laughs> Countess Frankenberry. <laughs> Frankenberry, yes. She Countess who knows her name. <laughs> she who knows her name. It's been a long weekend. <laughs> I started St. Patrick's Day this weekend. <laughs> the whole week early. Whole week, yes. <laughs> All right, Scotty. Oh, I'm your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty. All right. If you would like... Oh, so sorry. That was rude. I'm just going off the script. Uh, Caleb? Um, I, I don't... Yeah, the script is before. Do I have a I name? Uh, you introduce yourself, Caleb. Uh, Caleb. There's Caleb, producer our producer Caleb. Caleb. Producer, producer Caleb. Yeah, producer I Caleb. forgot that you normally just announce him. Yep. Yeah. Like he doesn't he doesn't get to introduce himself. Well, because I don't I you don't just announce him. I also just don't have nicknames yet. Just click and be like producer Caleb. Yeah. And then click off. The boy we found on our doorstep. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. got today we have us a special guest. You're on. Hi. It's on I, that one if it helps. I, I feel yeah. That the one Hi. <laughs> I'm like, where's that the was awkward. <laughs> Uh, John and Farmer, happy to be here. Xanadu, what a trip. Right? Yeah, word. <laughs> Literally, I think they were tripping in a context. Okay. If you would like to follow us, you can find us on any fine podcast app that you prefer. Including are, we, are we on Spotify? Are we are on Spotify. 
what do we search for Spotify? Uh, Mopcast Network. That is correct. Or Cult Movie Cantina. You can find us both ways. You can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash Mopcast Network. Where we have our podcasts, movie reviews, mashups, and short films waiting for you to enjoy. Including one where you can find Stephanie naked. Yes. Possibly. Allegedly. (laughs) Oh, it's on there. Allegedly. Subscribe and set the alert so you don't miss a gosh darn thing. You don't want to miss anything? Nothing. Not a thing. And if you, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is an old season one. This is yeah. He gave me a template. This is the only template I have. It's a template I use. Gosh, bring it back. Mm. Bring it back memories. We need new templates. We do. Apparently, (laughs) have one. I wasn't privy to that. And if you want to find, see, hold on, wait, see, but she's on the show every week, (laughs) and I would figure she'd pay attention. But clearly, she doesn't. Like word for word. No. (laughs) I mean, the finale. Last season finale taught us that. Does this template have fuck Mary kill in it? Because if so, we need to play that. First of all, it does. And we are. Yay. Hey. Yay. The game we're bringing back to season <laughs> three. I was like, add it. And I pulled up the template and it was on there. And I was like, boom, done. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to find out more about the cult movie cantina, you can join us on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash cult movie cantina. There you can find out the latest movie news, see trailers, play games such as wrong title alone. Only I need to start playing this. that again. Yep. We used to play it. We might play it again. Season one's coming back. <laughs> or you can talk to the other cultists. It's us. I actually talked to a lot of people about the last one. We were talking about boobies a lot. Yeah. Boobies. That was a conversation I had with I enjoy people. that because the person you were talking with is someone that we met at Dragon Con. That's fantastic. I didn't know who it was. At, at, we went to go see a football game at Dragon Con. Yeah, that's where we met him. Yeah, and we his met, sister. We went to see Bama play uh, Florida State, State. At, and they were Florida yeah. State fans, which right. was bizarre. Right. That's and fun. like, yeah, so I'm like, oh my God, these are my people. And we were the only Florida State fans there. So <laughs> that's cool. We lost, I think. <laughs> so Roll Tide. If you would like to find that, it's on Facebook. Good luck. All right. Do you have any other plugs, good sir? Yes. That's what I have. I just want to plug uh, a friend of mine's podcast, Mike Evelyn's. He's got a wonderful podcast called The Justice Court. It's a uh, <laughs> he does um, he defends bad movies. Okay, you said it really he fast. Bad what movies? is it called again? He, the Justice Court. The Justice Court. Yeah, so you can. Uh, <gasps> I feel like you should be. It's a, a court of my people. Right, and so he defends them though. Oh, I don't yeah, know. He, he defends bad movies, and so uh, I go play devil's advocate. Yeah, kinda. And so hey, he's that just, would be fun to I've watch. got a movie right. for him to watch. So <laughs> Mike, Mike's gonna get Mike and possibly his wife. She also has a podcast um, that I don't remember her name, so he'll just have to tell it when they get here. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, but uh, our apologies. She she goes by uh, Mama Th- or Ma- Mama Thulu, I think is how or Mom Thulu. Something like that. So call it Cthulhu and Mom together. So, okay. uh, but it's a it's a really interesting podcast that I listen to. Uh, I met him at Pensacon. He was uh, the room manager, the area manager for the room I was moderating in. So we we worked together a lot. So oh, that's fun. But we exchanged podcasts, and I listened to it. And I really liked it. So he was talking about House Two, which was actually is on the long list on our shows. So, uh, and I'm All just right. going to show. Did you say House Two. House Two, the second story. Is I, it like House the Seas, <laughs> like the show, no, no. but like a new show, but no, the same? This no. is a horror movie, no, no, not no, no, no. a medical show. Yeah, they, they call it a horror film, but it is. Well, you know what I mean. It's a comedy. Well, it's, it's a straight up comedy. It's classified as a horror comedy. Right. But it's I've never up. seen it. Fun, though, the second it's story. story. Right, right. Um, the, the other story. The it, and I could just show it to you without showing House 1 because they're not connected, only in name. Interesting. <laughs> is it all based in a house, though? There's a house. And there's stuff happening in okay. the house. Well, at least they can stay true. The first one starts William um, Cat, the greatest American hero. Oh, God. 
Believe it or not. And I don't. I'm walking and Richard Mall's in the first one too. Bull from I love Bull and George yeah. Went and George Went. And then the second one has um, John Ratzenberger instead of John uh, George Went. So, oh, uh, so they switched cheers. So, yeah. yeah. And he's got the best role in the movie. He plays an electrician slash adventurer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Mario, if he was an electrician. Right. And it was, it's, it's a hilarious bit. And I'm like, I'd rather see the movie about this guy than everything else we're watching. <laughs> Like, where's his side story? Right, exactly. I need that. Well, where was that spinoff? But alas, it did not happen. But yeah, so the Jester's Court, go check it out on any fine podcast app. Speaking of the Jester's Court, let's start the tab. All right. We watched again Xanadu. Xanadu. You noticed my Olivia Newton John here? I did that today. I did notice it, actually. I was going to do it and decided not to. I'm just going with the Playboy guy. I'm doing oh, a yeah. sunny person. I say you here. do the sunny. I'm, yeah. I'm living it, John. Yeah. I, almost, I couldn't part it in the middle. I, There's too much gray right now. I almost wore a vest. I thought and I have one. He failed. And I, for, I failed. I, I have a white flowing dress, but I wasn't feeling it today. I, did, <laughs> I didn't have a white flowy dress. I looked. I have nothing flowy. I have nothing flowy enough. I do. And I'm like, no. And no. if it's flowy, I need it to like be cut all the way up so all that my hip, hip bones can breathe. Yeah. 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 My hips need to breathe. That's all I'm saying right now. You know. So let's uh, let's get into this. The director was Robert Greenwald. I'm going to say most of these names incorrectly. Bear with me. <laughs> that may have been the first one. We'll see. It was his directorial debut, by the way, BT Dubs. It was written by Richard Christian Danis and Mark Reed Rubel. Right? Reed Rubel. Starring Olivia Newton-John as Kira. Gene Kelly as Danny McGuire. I knew who that was, by the way. I know Olivia Newton-John as well. The rest of them, <laughs> the rest of them I have no idea. Michael Beck as Sonny Malone. He was in The Warriors. He was. James Slayon. Slayon? Sloyan. Sloyan. You're doing great. Thank you. Yeah. As Simpson. Which one was Simpson? That's the his boss. You need to know who that is. <laughs> that's the for rec- things to come. Yeah, that's, was, was that the boss? Yeah, that's the record. The the record company. You remind me of yes. the um, the antagonist in The Fly. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that. Demetra Arliss as Helen, Katie and Hanley Hanley as Sandra, Fred McCarran as Richie, and Ren Woods as Joe. For this right here is why you should never invite me to read at commencement. <laughs> so, before we get started, now that we all know those names I said incorrectly, Scotty, do you have any fun facts from 1980? I have fun facts from 1980. Oh, right, wow. You have fun facts. I did, because I'm playing Justina. Yes, okay. he is. And yet, no, no vest. What are the fun facts? No vest. No. All right. So, this puzzle game made its debut in uh, the British Toy and Hobby Fair uh, Earl's Court, London. Rubik's Cube. Rubik's Cube is correct. I was going to say arch rival, but she said Rubik's Cube first and got it correct. So right, right. That was incorrect. Uh, Mount St. Helens erupted, killing 53 people and causing $3 billion worth of damage. My dad wow. has a jar mm. of the ashes still. Really? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Go, We're from Washington. You're from Washington, yeah. right? So he has, I almost kept it when he took his stuff back, and then I was like, don't do it. That's petty. He'll die one day. I'll get it back. <laughs> Um, some and better news. Uh, glo- the global eradication of smallpox was certified by the World Health Organization. Hey. Very nice. So big changes were happening. They were like, "Get out of here, smallpox! You're eradicated." That's uh, how it works. 
for all uh, those trying to keep this COVID. highest earning arcade game of all time was released in Japan. Pac-Man. Pac-Man is yeah. correct. Yes. You did good. Yeah, girl. This cable channel launched. NBC. It, it was the first of its kind. Fox. Um, this, yeah, no. no. ESPN. No, no. It's got to be. Um, maybe it is Fox. BET. Fox no, is- t- uh, t- t- uh, TBS. TNT. T- right. t- the Turner. Broadcasting. Okay, so. Uh, Sci-fi. Right, right guy. Okay, wrong channel. This is okay. how I play this game. Ted Turner. T. Turner. T and N. TBS. T- TNT. <laughs> Ted Turner. Ted Talks. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> movies. So you, so you say TNT, right? Mm-hmm. Right? I get One of the two letters are correct. Turner Classic Movies. Oh, really? PCO? There were movie channels before. Yeah. This is the first time yeah. channel of this time. Got, mm. One of them's correct. So was it, not, it a movie channel? It, was it NBC? I said NBC. That's no, not what no, NBC's mm. old. I thought oh, it was NBC, ABC, yeah. or like the. Those are like the three colors you can make all the colors with. Right. Yep. I got you. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Don't tell me. Okay. So no, that's I, out. no I'm out. Because I've already listed a lot. So I assume you heard me. I have. Okay. So then, no, I know nothing. CNN. Oh, uh, I didn't even think about CNN. The first 24-hour cable news network. network. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all right. So <clears throat> this, I, you, some of you may know this story. Some of you don't. Uh, this happened in 1980 in Australia. Okay. Nine-week-old baby Azaria Chamberlain disappears from a campsite at Ayers Rock. She was never found again. She was declared dead in 2012. What's important about it? It was D- Olivia Newton-John's baby. baby, and she had it right the before the dingo, dingo ate the baby. The dingo ate the baby. Yeah, yeah dingo ate the baby. Oh, wasn't my supposedly, thing. allegedly, allegedly. So, allegedly. So, 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 here's what we found out: um, the mother went to jail for three years. She got life imprisonment, and then that's uh, rough. And she got three years. She served three years, but got out on appeal because dingoes ate her baby. Yeah. Uh, about. Nine years later, they found the baby's jacket in a dingo pit. <gasps> so, oh. like, and so because they were looking for someone who had fallen off a cliff, so they were looking for somebody else happened to stumble upon a dingo pit. Which I didn't know dingoes made pits, but they I do. Didn't either. Well, good. let's just talk about the phrase "happened to stumble upon a dingo pit." Right, yeah. <laughs> it's the that. best thing <laughs> only in Australia. Australia. <laughs> uh, this would be a great time to have Angela here. She could explain that shit too. Yeah. Yep. So, so yeah. So. Uh, the, so they That's found a crazy case. Is it because of yeah. how much face she sucked of Fabians, or yeah. she just has knowledge yeah. outside of that? Well, she's Australian. Well, I did not know that. Yes, yeah. that's a cool fun fact and yeah. that I will bring up repeatedly. Yeah, and that's <laughs> she's, what, she's Australian, yeah. by the way. I didn't know that. And that's why kangaroos learn how to drown dingoes. Right. Dingoes. No, are not taking my baby, <laughs> stuffing on in that pouch. But our, safe okay. Forever. So my question is, and I, I, I'm not a parent, and I don't plan to be a parent. Um, how Who it, knows one day. However, <laughs> however, this being said, I, I, I just don't think it's wise to bring your nine week out old camping. I just nope. like <laughs> not a nine week. Oh. Nine weeks old, baby. Let's go see the world. Yeah. <laughs> I, so, now, okay. Like, I, I can't identify my hands. Why am I seeing the world? But in fairness, we live in an area where camping is like, yes, people do it. Right. But I, up in Washington, camping is a much different. They do it year round. Like right. it's a whole yeah. yeah. Right. It's a so. Thing. I know people up there that go camping with their babies all the time. Right. Down here, I, I took 
Yeah. Like, they, because for well, the most the part, they just nurse what, them. I mean, and I understand if the, the, the weather's fine, fine what's the big deal? Disney. Yeah. Well, okay, okay Disney's crazy. What I'm saying is, is if you have a nine-week-old baby and you're camping with your baby, why would you leave your baby unattended? Yeah. They didn't. That's the thing. They didn't. The dingo came and took that baby. Oh, the, they yeah. saw the dingo no, take the baby? No, no, they were sleeping in the tent, and then the, the dingo came under the tent and took the baby. Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay, first of all, the tent should be all encompassing. <laughs> Let's just point that out. They shouldn't be able to sink under the I tent. Think I just Australia is the craziest place on the planet. Oh, it is. Yeah. It has everything that will kill you lives in Australia. Those yeah. spiders and the dingoes and Snakes. The craziest Snakes. Kangaroos the also are dicks yeah. and claws yeah. have chlamydia. So I all I'm saying is I've seen a kangaroo with muscles than I have. Emus yeah. are the most evil animal on the planet. Can you imagine though being in a tent and then being like, oh, the baby let us sleep. That was so nice. And oh, we got a whole nice sleep. And then looking around and your tent's closed and the baby's just gone. You're like, that's it's why like we magic slept. aliens have come. And they're like, it's your fault. You're going to jail. And it's like, I'm telling you, there's aliens. Like, there was a baby there, and the baby was gone. It's a magician or aliens. I swear to God. Magician or And then they're like, that story's not going to work. So we have to come up with something else. Dingo, dingo. That's what they're like. And then she gets out. Right. And then, like, years later, they find the jacket. She's like, I told you. Yep. See? Told you. I don't know. Maybe okay. the dingo framed. That's rough. They didn't close the case until like 2012, though. So that's it was, rough. That's right. So it was, it was a long time. That's a hard thing to the look family through. Was, the family was also awarded like millions of dollars in damages. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. For, for the wrongful. Um, Still, can you imagine like losing your child and then being in jail for three years for it? Uh, that would eat chairs up. Sadly, this is the part where we would do uh, Sexiest Man, but uh, that didn't happen until they didn't start until 1985. So we got five years before that. Stephanie, if you had to guess who's the sexiest man in 1980... Who would you say it would be? And then, Caleb, I need you to check to see if they would be relevant at that time. <laughs> okay. okay, so I was I got eight. the power. So I'm going to go, let me think. 80s. I'm going to say Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. One moment. We are checking that factoid right now. Burt Reynolds was in the 80s. Yeah. Was he relevant in the 80s? Yes, yeah, he was. Like, yeah, for stuff pretty... that would make him sexy? Uh, Smokey the Bandit 2? I like the Scotty's trying to help here. This is a fantastic game we're playing right now. I'm about it. Uh, yeah, Smokey and the Bandit 2 came out in 1980. Uh, and Ron- oh, oh, Harrison Ford. Yes, for Harrison sure. Ford Harrison Ford was very relevant. Especially right. in 1980. Well, Indiana Jones and, and Return Empire of Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. Han- so got Hansel and yeah, all I'm Empire. saying is we got our sexiest man, okay? She, she won. Yeah, there okay. you go. So instead, I did births and deaths. Okay. What do you want first, births or deaths? <laughs> Let's do it like the cycle of life, Scotty. Let's start with death first. All right, so here are a list of people who were born in 1980. <laughs> uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh, right, nice. Hamilton himself. Zoe Deschanel. Okay. Uh, Jason Siegel. Okay. Christina Ricci. Uh, I know Gucci all people. I just <laughs> realized. Oh my gosh, Gucci is not <laughs> very old. I didn't realize that some so of those myself. people were so close to me in age. Yeah, Chelsea Clinton, Makes Kristen Bell, accomplished more. Uh, Macaulay Culkin and Chris Pine. Oh, that's fun. And, and the notable deaths are Alfred Hitchcock died that year. Okay. John Lennon, of course. Mm-hmm. Steve McQueen and Harlan Sanders. Who's Harlan Sanders? Is that Globetrotter? Is that Colonel Sanders? Did I say Globetrotter? I said Globetrotters. Was it really? Because it sounds like a Globetrotter. Harlan Sanders is Colonel I will believe you. Colonel Sanders is a Globetrotter. Founder of KFC, inventor of the modern fast food restaurant. So he wasn't around when they started putting all this shit in a bowl or making a sandwich out of meat. No. I'm so sorry, man. You can also buy a bag of soda from KFC now. One liter of soda. 
from KFC in a bag with a top on it. To Listen, go with your sadness bowl. If you could just pull <laughs> Do you pay yourself a lot? A sadness bowl? Chug it. What are you talking They've about? They've got the one KFC of those. Bowl. Bowl. <laughs> I've never even heard big of bowl of sadness. <laughs> you got to watch the Pat Novel. Pat Novel yeah. is a really good bit about but KFC. I don't even know if they still have the. So it's so it's a bowl with mashed potatoes, gravy, corn, and like chicken pieces on top of it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and like and all the things that you love in, in a bowl. Bowls, and it's like a bowl of sadness. See, that just sounds disgusting. To but me. people what? mix their corn and their mashed potatoes and gravy. So yeah. that's I don't, mindset. Just, I don't like just, mashed potatoes and gravy. I don't like gravy. See, here's my oh, thing. That, if I they could put no. my gravy in one of their leader bags, I am. I love their mashed potatoes and gravy. So it seems we no longer have the same taste buds anymore. Well, okay. So maybe not in the gravy world. Do you have a specific gravy you like more than others? The only gravy I like is tomato gravy. That's you know it's interesting because I do not like tomato gravy, but that's very southern. It is. Yeah, I very do not eat red meat at all, but I still love brown gravy. That's like my favorite gravy. Brown gravy, I'll eat. I don't like cream. I don't. Well, I don't like dairy a lot anyway. So the milk gravies, the cream bake, mm, you know, the white really gravies, creamy. I don't. I won't. Mm. I can't do it. Pour it on top, baby. Jonna, um, what, what is your gravy? I would put KFC brown gravy on potato chips. <laughs> I would put. <laughs> it I am not so kidding. Good. They it never so give good. you enough. They never like. Never I need a spoon enough. of some potatoes and all gravy. Everybody, so everybody. So good. I agree. Uh, I top rate, the five top rated TV shows of 1980. Family ties. <laughs> no, these are. Um, I don't remember. <laughs> I hate being on this side of the guessing game. Welcome back, Cotter. Uh, I haven't started yet. Golden Girls. <laughs> I will say this. Three of them are technically dramas. One of them is a comedy, but it's a comedy drama. And one of them is a news show. Hill Street Blues. 60 Minutes. ER. 60 Minutes. Yep. Also, we'll say that all but one of them were on CBS, but I don't think anyone knows that. No. Darty Miller. No. Did you hear me say um, ER? No. ER is is so not. What was the medical show? that General Hospital. Yeah. That's a That's a soap opera. opera. But it's a hospital. Say elsewhere. Was that in the eighties or nineties? Nineties. Late eighties, early nineties. Say elsewhere. No. Um, that's NBC. What else? Comedy drama. Yeah, probably the most famous. Mash. Sitcom. Yes, Mash. Mash. I had to think. It's amazing. It's the most famous sitcom of all time. But I'm like, you watch it. It's pretty heavy. Yeah. It is heavy. Yeah. All right. So well, the opening song is heavy. All right. So uh, hence the 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 number five is an ABC show. About uh, it has a great theme song, cheesy great theme song. Uh, has Gopher and Captain Steubing. Oh my god, I don't know that either is, of those um, things. Oh, oh, uh, that's Love Boat. The Love Boat, boat. soon we'll be, be making another round. Oh, do you know why I know that? I never watched The Love Boat. Sister Act Two. Yes. There's the one girl that knows one song, oh and it is the Love Boat. The Love Boat was like a family experience yeah. every week because they had like every week they had like special guests that were like awesome. <laughs> was it, was it a little racy though for 1980? Like I, I didn't really watch it. So not, not, not really, really. really? Not, no, really. not really. So if you go back and watch it now, would it's you be about like, a cruise ship. Ooh. I mean, literally, people on a cruise ship. So you have celebrity guests and people trying to. Fall, I definitely. Love on the boat. So I pictured like a little boat in like <laughs> Italy when you guys said love boat. You're no, like, it's a cruise ship. It's it was like ship. different boats. See, okay. I pictured like a singles cruise. Well, you know, <laughs> they're all like, hey. Yeah. Do you know the name of the ship? Oh, shit. cruise Mary. 
Rosemary. No. Uh, no, but I love that name. Thank you. I don't. The, persons, uh, the Pacific Princess. Oh, that's right. And so... Didn't Fantasy Island come on right after it? Yeah, they're basically yeah, the, same the same show. Yeah. So Except Fantasy, Fantasy Island was deep. Like, it was, like, like si- all the, scary sometimes. Yeah, they could do some horror stuff. Whoa, like whoa, whoa. So you're trying to tell me you had the love boat in the event. So is it, like, if the cruise ship sank, it did, this what, is did where it, you will be. Right. Did it go to Fantasy Island Look up and see if there's a, a crossover Fantasy Island love boat. Because right. that, that's that's that should have happened. But okay, so the love boat premise is that you have a it's it's the crew of this boat, and you, you're every week the the guests would come on and they would fall in love with somebody. That's the whole idea of the, the ship. That's the whole idea of love boat. Like yeah. a bachelor. But, on a but boat? you have like so you have Captain Steuben, you have Gopher who's like a purser or whatever, and you have Isaac who's your bartender, Tender. and you have Julie who's your activities director, and I mean it's just a welcome to the love boat podcast because we, we got deeper than I thought we were going to get. And you like, and their favorite <laughs> beverages were this. Okay, so there were actually a lot of love boat crossovers. <laughs> Fantastic! Nice. I don't know why I'm excited. I probably about this. saw all of them. There, there's a Charlie's Angels. Yes, crossover. I remember that one. <laughs> there's a Fantasy Island crossover. It had to be right. Yeah. that's the no-brainer. There's a Father Knows Best crossover. Oh my god, that's crazy. Leave it to Beaver. What? Oh, they went they went old school with that. The the Brady Bunch, uh, Martin and Alf. Martin. Like I'm the, the love boat yeah. was like loving on air. Oh look at that jumping networks and everything. That's great. There was How also long was the love boat on like, like the same time as Martin. Yeah, it made it to '97 at least. Yeah, oh, no. there was a special. Yeah, it had, special? must have been a Martin. Oh, it had been a Martin episode where they they ride the yeah. love boat. Yeah. However, there was a um, much the uh, the a line of Star Trek: The Next Generation. There was another launch of the series. Yeah. Called Love Boat: The Next Wave. Mm. <laughs> that was in the 90s i remember that house the second story right <laughs> house two you don't have to watch the first yeah. one it's fine i remember but. i remember when julie was replaced with captain steubing's chunky daughter remember that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> stephanie well i mean did her chunkiness but, uh, have a so, relevance well julie was supposed to be the the pretty hot girl on the show and they replaced her it, with, yeah with the yeah um I was trying to explain Fantasy Island to you as well. Because, oh, yeah. Because yeah. I'm trying to say, so, so the premise, so premise of the love boat. So take that premise, but people are trying to better their lives uh, on Fantasy Island. So opportunities they had missed or or people they have missed out on and stuff. So they would have this fantasy where this happened and they would get the chance to do it again. Do it again. Live it again. But, but it, some of them are like, like, there was a monkey's paw situation. on. Th- oh, some of them are dark. Like I remember some sometimes. Fantasy Island would be scary. Right. There was yeah. one guy who like didn't want the wish, so they rescinded it. And it was a whole like thing about because uh, it was Ricardo Montalban who played Khan in Star Trek Two. Okay. The guy with no shirt. Okay. The sexy <laughs> guy with the pecs. Uh, That's Spain. my favorite thing. Uh, she's ever said. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's usually be like I'll get there with context clues. Keep talking. Well, I was, but they're trying to get me to connect, and I'm like, welcome to See, I, I should. I should. <laughs> this I mean, is my friend Tattoo. Have, have, you, <laughs> have you seen Spy okay. Kids? I, I have seen Spy Kids. The grandfather. grandfather. The grandfather. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm good. We're good. good. Okay. Same Thank you, Caleb. Yeah. Generational differences. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was, he was. Uh, sorry, forgive for the movie that I know you've seen. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm trying to give you a reference. To something. This is Liz Six Seven. I'm like, because we're not there yet. Because there yet. you know, you haven't seen many movies, and the one yeah, where I, know. I know that you've watched, you're like, I don't know. <laughs> He's like, I know you watched it because we watched it together, and I was like, I was trying to struggle to survive <laughs> in that movie. I don't remember Fancy Packs. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Let's keep. All going. right. Are we having fun? Gotta get back. Oh, yes, we're having a great time. <laughs> Ready but for this fancy drink. No, no, I am not helping you spiral. I feel like I'm. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's the show. We, watch it. we the can show. literally have an entire podcast on Love Boat and Fantasy Island. <laughs> All right. So and- moving on. All right. All right. So um, the number two show uh, in America in uh, 1980 is a show on CBS that also has a great theme song. It's a country music hit. Did Nine Kid Rock five. sing it? I don't know. That no, was a movie. Was a TV show too, but yeah, it was a but it was up. later. But I think it was later. Yeah, Dukes of Hazard. Dukes of Hazard. Dukes of Hazard. There we go. Oh, boys. Never <laughs> mean no, no harm. harm. <laughs> uh, uh, the number one. I drive the same kind of car. They. Do. I just like when you guys sing the theme song after you say it. That's probably one of my favorite. <laughs> I'm just things. saying. I, I drive the same uh, kind this, of car. This mm-hmm. this was the number one uh, TV show in America. It was a CBS show. It is a. It's a family drama, a soap opera, a nighttime soap opera. Roseanne. Nope. That's a comp sitcom. I like comedies. So Dynasty? Uh, what is it? Uh, Dallas. 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 Woo! Yeah, that's Dallas. 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 All right. So I so uh, I I chose not to do top five movies because you, that's in your section. And I usually mm-hmm. don't do them as well when I do but I, but, for the same reason. Because I am a movie buff. I had to put some movie stuff in here, so I uh, did. Naturally. So I did the top five TV movies of 1980. Oh, God. Oh, Hang on, I'm going to write it down. That's a very specific thing you went with. Thank you. <laughs> TV movies were a thing. Man. Right. I that was huge back then, right when we were Do little- you remember, like, the big miniseries that they always did? Like One that? of these are, are in big miniseries, too. Is it too. Shogun? Yes! This is my Shogun's favorite. Shogun's on there with Richard Chamberlain. That was like my this favorite. going to get into a whole market. And then I there was, like, um, the uh, Thornbirds. The Thorn. <laughs> Girl, just keep going, Seven. Keep, keep going. going. Okay. You're gonna get the answers. <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm not gonna make you guess. I'm just gonna list them. Um, I did not know this was the TV movie. Um, I was familiar with the animated version of uh, Fellowship of the Ring and well, Lord of the Ring. They did yeah, Fellowship yeah, of yeah. Two Towers. Yeah. Um, fans got mad that they didn't finish it. Yeah. So the the top movie of not TV it's movie Return of the was King. Return of the King, the animated version of Return of the yeah. King, which, which I didn't was know existed. Yeah, it's ranking years it later. Uh, number two, The Gambler with Kenny Rock. I remember. You got to know when to hold him. Know when to fold him. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. You better count your money. Sitting at the table. Do you remember when Michael Scott did that on The Office? Number three. I love our show. Oh. <laughs> we didn't lose all our audience. <laughs> I know Keith is hanging in there. So hi, Keith. We apologize <laughs> for what you may hear today. Uh, and um, uh, an Agatha Christie novel that I have never heard of called Why Didn't They Ask Evans? Oh, I've never heard <laughs> of that one. Okay. Which is a murder mystery about a guy who gets hit in the head by a golf ball, falls off a cliff, and his last words are, Why didn't they ask Evans? Which is the dumbest line. <laughs> like, she wrote that. Yeah. She's like, This is going to be great. I don't really. Yeah. Agatha Christie, and it's a mystery novel? Who would do it? Uh, number four is Brave New World, which is a. Um, I don't remember that one uh, either. Yeah, which, it's a it's a famous novel. Didn't they remake yeah. that? They, they always did that with novels. Peacock. Yeah, yeah Peacock. All right. Uh, next to last, the top Billboard top one hundred. Since we have a former radio personality here, we whoop, thought whoop. this would be fun. Don't make me guess though. Oh no. 
Okay. Oh, you're going to guess. <laughs> I could. Badly. <laughs> he likes to say, I'm not going to do that, and then, and then throw it, it to you. Yeah. Uh, one of them is... Because you went, you because I, I kind of think you want me to play this game. I, he <laughs> does that shit to me all the time. I love you, but welcome to the family. Yeah. Yeah. Do it, right. punt the ball. I'm a little scared. All right, um, how about this? I'll name, I'll name the artist, and you can name the song. I'm a little can, nervous. Okay. Or I can name the song, and you can do the artist. <laughs> okay. Which do you want? Um, let's. Um, this is for everybody. Yeah. Okay. No, we're all looking at her. Let her pick. She's the expert. Do you want to guess the song or? 1980. The... I need to know genre. I need to know. These are all top forty. These will be top forty pop. Okay. Uh, let's do song, and we guess the artist. Okay. And y'all have to be on my team. Yeah. We have to okay. all right. Of course. So, so I I'm terrible. The song, you name, you name so the you welcome yeah. me to the team. It's just, right. just letting you know. I'm not going to help out. Okay. Sorry. Ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number five. The song title is Do It To Me Baby One More Time. Britney Spears. Do It To Me One More Time. That song? No. Is that yeah. Linda Ronstadt? I was thinking of Hit Me Baby One More Time. Yeah. Hit Me Baby <laughs> One More Time. <laughs> <laughs> Give me, baby, one more. That's okay. Good. This is okay. You want a hint? What, what, I, yeah. You would need him. I think yeah. this is the dumbest name for a duo ever. <laughs> Personally, a duo. Yeah, it's a duo. Captain and Tennille. The Captain and Tennille. There you go. Wouldn't have guessed it. Isn't it this is the dumbest it, name? It is stupid. <laughs> I'm gonna be the captain, and you be Tennille. I'm just gonna and be Tennille. What's your name again? Tennille. Okay, right. we'll go with good. that. Okay, that's good for you. Yeah. That's good for you. Like, um. Uh, number two, uh, four. I think you will have no trouble with it. It's rock with you. Oh, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Uh, I'm not going to name this song or artist, but I'm gonna play this game with you with this one. It is from the movie we're talking about today. Olivia Newton-John. It's got to be. Yeah, is, it, is it Xanadu? No. Xanadu. Yeah, is it, is it, no, no, no. Um, it is from Xanadu. So it's, oh. it's, it's, it's from. Oh, Xanadu. is it? Um, the, but it's not Xanadu. I do believe. So I magic. 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 Okay. Uh, this is like the number one Muzak song right. of all yeah. time. Anytime I worked somewhere that played Muzak, they played that song. That's great. Uh, th- uh, if if you don't know this one, I will be sad. Okay. Uh, another brick in the wall, part two. Oh, Pink Floyd. Pink yeah, Floyd. Pink Floyd. Mm-hmm. Last oh, but no, not no, least, no. Call Me. Oh, that's Call me. the one move song of the year for 1980. Call Me. And last but not least, what do you think the cost of a Super Bowl ad was in 1980? Ooh. About tree 50. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, 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 one forty nine. One forty nine. That was like one hundred forty. Yeah. Okay. And you say three fifty thousand? No, I really think it's going to be closer. I'm going to say ninety five thousand. Ninety five thousand. I'm not guessing. I don't have a dog in the sun. I, I have guess. no idea. It, it, no, no wrong answers. There's no wrong answers except they're all wrong answers except the right one. Mm, let's say seven. Seven thousand. Sure. It's all right. I don't know. Uh, $5.50. $222,000. Wow. Okay. I should have stuck to tree fitting. You, you should have stuck to tree fitting. And that is your fun facts for 1980. Well, thank you, Scotty, for that. Are we ready for the sermon? Yeah. The love No. No, no, no. The sermon for Xanadu. The wheels are I was motion. totally intending to wear my roller skates in there in the other car that I don't have. <laughs> So I don't have them. Oh, uh, they're cold. You can wear the white like workers with them. Okay. I wish. Like there's so much of her outfit that I was like, I gotta do better. <laughs> All right, brothers and sisters. 
gather round. Gather round. Gather round. Amen. Get closer. Get closer. We are a cult. Ever <laughs> drinking church wine. I'm going to do my best to read this aloud. We start as a man scribbles a collection of drawings on paper. Growing steadily frustrated, he begins tearing them up. Oh, this is terrible. Tear, tear. How many do you think he teared? Probably all of them. Finally, he throws his last ripped up piece out the window. He just thrusts it out the window. It gets caught in the wind in a magical dance, taking them to a mural of nine women, bringing them to life. Magic! The sisters all dance to life, flying across the earth. But one stays behind and begins to roller skate. Frankly, she doesn't dance very well. I'm going to be honest. She just comes out and poses. <laughs> she skates right into Sunny. I mean, no being, judgment, but like all judgment. Like all purpose. All, all the judgment. Yeah, Skating all purpose judgment. into Sunny. Yeah. She skates right into Sunny, if we're being honest, uses him to stop, because I don't think she knows how, and kisses him before skating away. What a tease. Having given up on his dream after one rough morning, he returns to his old job at Airflow Records, where he is tasked with painting an album cover. Re- oh, excuse me, album cover reproduction for a group called the Nine Sisters. The cover shows the mysterious woman Sunny encountered earlier. Weird, <laughs> you know the tease. Roller skating in front of an abandoned building that we later learn is the Art Deco Auditorium. The kiss must have been really great because he leaves work rushing out to find this girl specifically. He goes. First to the photographer, naturally as you do. Like, hey, where you get your talent? Oh, admit, pause real quick. Yes. And doesn't get fired. And the guy was like a dick to him. And he was like, I'm leaving. It's like, Bye. yeah. Just like, no, like I, I gotta take PTO for this. It's like, bitch, gotta find a girl. Listen, <laughs> it's okay because he's good and paints fast. Sure. Right? Yeah. That's all that matters. It's he paints fast. Right. So he first goes to the photographer, who admits that the woman was not supposed to be on the cover, but suddenly appeared in a single shot. And he used it and benefited benefited from it. So please don't tell anybody. Okay, we're keeping it a secret, cultists. Tell nobody. Yeah. Except it's on the album cover, so everyone knows. Everyone knows it's <laughs> on there, but not that it was unintentional. Yeah, that's because yeah, yeah, that's, that's he he made his living off that. Hopefully, she won't come looking for money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was there's no W two or ten ninety nine. They said so it didn't happen. <laughs> Walking back through the park on his journey, Sonny hears some music. What was that? Being played by a man. It's a clarinet in the wind named Danny McGuire. As they are talking, oh, he spots boy. his mysterious woman skating by and begins to chase her, rudely leaving the middle of the conversation <laughs> with Danny McGuire. He's just like, bye, bitch. I gotta go. To do this, he casually asks some girls to use their scooter and they gladly give it to him. Apparently, he's pretty and they... But he needs to bring him back in person, is what they said. They're like, yeah, yeah go ahead, bring it in person. Just make sure it's you fine. Bring it back. In that was person. so weird. Not paying attention every time because he just keeps looking at mystery girl who's skating poorly, mind you. He flies over the railing of a pier into the water. Danny laughs about it, and they go over to grab some coffee because Danny just followed him that quickly on a scooter. Also, he's very fast. also rude because he's not going to bring that scooter back. Right? He, no, he walks. Away. That's like the one line before this spot, and he's like, "Yeah, let's go." And he's like cleaning his hair. And it's like, dude, the one thing they asked, rude. <laughs> and this is why we can't do that in now because 1980s ruined it for us. Because <laughs> all you bitches did that in 1980s. <laughs> yeah. Nobody trusts anybody anymore. Anyway, thanks, mom. That you're <laughs> So Danny laughs about it, and they go over to grab some coffee. Whoa, now. Loverboy is a skater, too. All of a sudden, he's skating. As soon as their little bit's over, he leaves. Okay, And he's being pulled by a friend in a van that he just sees. And he's like, oh, great work you did on my van. We're that friends. That was the most fabulous 
seen by the right. way. I right. want to be pulled by a van and roller skates. No, I would too. I've been a pulled by a trailer. Van. So a hot dog van. So so here's my problem with that scene though, is like, hey, can I have a ride? Sure, just attach yourself to the van instead Did of like, you expect yeah. him to get yeah. into the passenger I thought, seat? Yeah. He there's, skated. There's up. no one in the passenger seat. He's like I'm good. I'll just hang no, on. No, no, no. Like, I didn't expect that because he's got skates on. So he's probably like, Isn't that dangerous? Wanna, I, yeah. every time uh, we do a parade, yeah. I hold on to the trailer when we're coming back and uh, we go on the highway. Also, also, okay. Also, the fact that his friend was like, Oh, yeah, I'm going the complete opposite direction, but it's cool. I would think yeah. that would wear your wheels down really quickly. It's like when no, Napoleon if you're trying brother to was like, Want me to pull you yeah. in? Yeah. Like, yeah. well, yeah. It's like that scene it, from Back to the Future. Yeah. Right, right. The if it's a smooth enough road, it's really not an issue. Okay. My my biggest thing is they can't skate, so I don't know how. I want to know when they were making the film how far they actually went because I feel like they probably just started and then it was the next turn that he was like, "Oh, I see my building," On and then Main let go. Street, USA, right? The street is like right. bold. Exactly. Um, anyway, so he runs into this guy and he's like, "Catch a ride." He's like, "No, it's okay." He's like, "No, it's not all mine. So it's okay. You can catch a ride. It's fine. I'll take you." And then he's like, "Okay, cool." So he does. Uh, okay. He recognizes he wasn't looking for the building. He's still chasing Lover Girl, just so we're all on the same same page here. This page. And then he sees the building and is like, oh shit, that's the building from the record. I gotta stop. And heads off on his own to check it out. He finds her inside and learns her name is Kira. But that is all before she vanishes again. And she's like, what is your name? Kira. And she's gone. <laughs> You're in a building. Where did she go? And then he just leaves. Like, okay, that's enough for me. I'm done. Also, you just can go into this abandoned building. <laughs> and, yeah. and mind you, he's in the building. And because he's got skates, he's like, I'll just take them off and wear my socks. He's seats. wearing white socks in the entire abandoned building. <laughs> I know. Well, I they were white, keep they they white by the time. Yeah, no, by the time he gets out, they are not white. You know, they're not. But what, would you just wear white, like, or not white specifically, but would you just wear socks I in an abandoned no. building or keep your skates on? Well, so he had to take the skates off in order to climb up to the second floor. And I get that. I'm just saying. But, that. but why not put your skates also, back on? Also, in an abandoned building, that's how you get tetanus. <laughs> right? You are not lying, good sir. I hope he had a shot. It hurts. Let's say luck. I've had my tetanus shot. So Sonny heads back to work because now he's seen her. And he paints through the night to capture the true beauty of this person on his on his uh, image of the album cover. Doesn't make sense. His reproduction. On yeah, the reproduction. image yeah. of the um, album album cover. This is absolutely not okay, as his painting looks better than the cover itself. And he again gets in trouble. Listen, his his boss pulls him in. Simpson. He's like, "You're doing too well on your paintings. Okay, it needs to look like the same level of shit as it does on the cover. If you can't <laughs> do that, you can't work here." So what we're going to do is I'm going to have you go hang up these paintings that other people did so you can see how it looks and it can sink into your soul. Go do it. So he leaves. Let me see where I'm at because that was all improv. Let me see. Because that's what, what, what happened. That's what we do. <laughs> he sets off to hang up some albums and runs back into his new friends, Danny. We learn that he is a former big band orchestra leader turned construction mogul. Okay. He was once romantically involved with a singer in the 1940s who just happens to resemble Kira weird. Her depart <laughs> departure caused him to lose his own creative passion. That's so sad. But he would like to open another place. He just can't seem to find the right place after two years. No one's been able to find it. So he's like, hey, you have a good eye. Uh, maybe give it a try. So Sonny's like, okay, but I got to go to work because technically I've left a lot. So I should probably not leave my trailer <laughs> should, should, full of paintings outside of that building. I have to go. <laughs> After Sunny leaves, we watch 
Mr. Danny, perform a dance number with him and his lover past, which looks a little like Kira, who also cannot dance, mind you. <clears throat> it's very uncomfortably robotic. It's such a cute dance. It's I a cute dance, it. but it looks like the dance my kids do on stage. They're eight and five. <laughs> Again. Where no. the teacher is standing side stage. And they're, and they're, they're looking doing over it and they're like, tap, tap, tap. Yeah. So, to, to be fair, this is Kenny Ortega's first film as a choreographer. <laughs> well, well he, I, gets, I, he gets better by the time we I hit a high school Gene musical. Gene Kelly is flawless. He oh, has right. no complaints. He is man. so smooth, man. Everything he does just look, looks like he is gliding. Like on most people floor. would look like an amateur next to Gene Kelly. After In that. fairness, they yeah. would. But she was like real rough. Okay, <laughs> let's just be honest. Well, now so, Olivia is never coming on the podcast. Yeah. She needed a few more rehearsals. I know. She's a great person. I'd love to meet her. We can teach her how to dance. Okay. We, we can help you grow as a person. <laughs> we can. We can help you find your husband. Kira creepily appears. I, that's definitely she's not coming on now. Sonny, you didn't hear that because I'm talking. Cut this part, please, from out. him. I'm Kira doing the edit. creepily appears as Sonny's alone in the studio building and or studio building painting. And I will say creepily. And I almost covered my eyes because I don't do like people jumping up in the dark. I don't do that. I'm terrified of the dark. And she, he's painting and it pans. And I was like, horror movie. I don't like I was like, because it turned to pans. Me. And you could just see the background. I was like, oh, my God, something's going to be back there. I know it is. There's magic in this movie. It's just going to happen. And then she's just sitting there. Did you guys see her sitting on the, the workbench? Yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay. Well, that's how that's where the ring comes in. And then she crawls out of a TV. Okay. And then it pans back and she's gone. I was like, she gets a phone call. You will dance in seven days. I really was like, please don't jump. Please don't jump. Please don't jump. Like, Cause I jump really hard. That's why I don't like it. I will jump out of this chair. There were a lot of scenes in this movie with just darkness and someone looking from side to side. Like I felt like something was going to jump at me a lot. It it made me very anxious. Not one time did I feel that in this movie. (laughs) I did. And then I walked the theaters when I was eight years old. (laughs) Y'all are weird. Different people. (laughs) (laughs) I hit a little bit during this musical <laughs> romance film. It's fine. It's fine. I only shrink romance is twice, scary. Okay? I mean, again, no judgment zone. They were kissing. It was <laughs> gross. Anyway, uh, so then she appears. Uh, and then in that moment, again, he's like, let's go. And he just leaves all of his paint stuff out, paint brushes. If it's oil paint, they're ruined. You have to buy new brushes. I don't know what he uses. But he just leaves again. Well, let's just go. It's okay. Fine. To be fair, if it's oil paint, it'll fell. it'll be it'll last longer than than acrylic on the brushes yeah it'll last it, it won't like eat it up no Are i mean sure? yeah not Be positive not, yeah you can you, you've got a little while but it's not gonna be like All this. Right, well skate fast because they leave and they go and they skate together around the studio he's like let me take you to the secret room it's fine it's okay i know the buttons kind of and so they go push all these buttons questions about this whole room magic <laughs> happens at one point it's raining they get umbrellas he mm-hmm. flips it I it's real famous Lots of questions. It's just a musical moment. It's yeah. a moment to showcase their bad roller skating. <laughs> it is and, so bad. And it is it's so bad. But it's supposed to be a sweet hey, little romantic. They stood moment. up. They didn't fall. <laughs> yeah. Better than I could um, do. In fairness, I have fun facts for that section, and you might be correct. <laughs> and and the whole thing was just supposed supposed to be whimsical. You're supposed yeah. to just oh, enjoy it. Oh, it was whimsical. It. They, uh, was, so they awkwardly whimsical. skate around in what is supposed to be a smooth fashion as the song suddenly plays. <laughs> suddenly. Sunny did not Wheels sing this. This is Because I didn't add this later. I just went ahead and put a note right here. Um, the character Sunny did not sing this. He cannot sing. one of my sing. favorite songs. Somebody else sang it. I can't remember his name. 
and they just had so him. Jeff Lynn sing it? Uh, no, it was something with C, like Caleb or something. I don't remember. Uh, but it's a C. <laughs> Caleb, did Caleb? you sing this song? I, I was not born yet. He wasn't, in fairness. We can't disclose that year, though. But Olivia did. Obviously. I want to do. Can we do this karaoke next time, Scotty? Uh, I guess. <laughs> this would be Please. great. Um, so suddenly they have to leave due to Simpson coming in and end up um, in her building. So they have to leave quickly because he shows up. He's like, who's in here? Is that you? I know it's you. And they just skate away. They're like, ha, 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 so fun. Let's skate leisurely because we can't go fast because we're not good skaters. So they go to her studio where she, oh, oh, sorry. I reread this. It didn't seem what it was at first. Um, it, it said encourages um, her to use him. Cliff Richard. Yeah, Cliff Richard. Cliff Richard. I told you. Let's see. Told you. I remember Sir something. Cliff Richard. I'm sorry. Oh, and, and I just learned this. She's Dame Olivia Newton. I just learned she that. She didn't know that. Did. All of really? her fun facts say Dame. I did not know she was Dame Olivia Newton. I was like, I don't know what that's about. She so has dual citizenship with, in um, uh, Great Britain and in Australia? Australia. Australia. I thought oh, she was Australia. No. She was born in England. Interesting. I learned something every day. Yep. All right. So she, when they get back to the studio, she encourages him to go work with Danny. He's like, oh, maybe go do it. It's fine. You should get to use this building. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, so <laughs> when she does that, Danny goes back to him. He's like, oh, excuse me. Sonny goes back to Danny. And he's like, I have this place. So they go. Um, they imagine. So they go in. And he's like, oh, this is a good spot. And he's like, I don't know. I don't. Let me, let me just back up a little bit. It's another day. It's not the same day. I don't know how much time has passed. But it's not like they were together. And he was like, I'll be right back. And went and got him. Like they ended that night. Now it's another day. So they walk line. in. <laughs> we think. I don't. Here, go ahead and pass that that way. There, time has no concept in this movie. Yeah. Literally yeah. no concept. So <clears throat> they come in. This is like one of my favorite parts. So everybody pay attention. So it's Danny and Sonny. They're looking at the building. Apparently they have rights to just walk in there. Kira's not there. So we think. And they're like, no, just imagine. There's a bandstand over there. <laughs> okay, a bandstand starts playing, and Sonny's like, it's the 1980s. It's a rock band. And a rock band starts playing. And then it goes back to the bandstand. And then it goes back to the rock band. And then it goes back to the bandstand. And then they slowly start to move until they're doing it together, and it's magical. They did it. it. The, I missed the whole thing where they did it. Okay, first of all... <laughs> <laughs> We need to have a conversation about where your brain is most of the time. <laughs> the two <laughs> musical components merged together and were playing their music at the same time. So I'm just going to say, now you know how I feel when I do this. <laughs> they did it together? No, because she cannot. Anyway, she was weird about their kissing, too. It was really awkward. But my point being, it was this really cool scene where they, they come come together, the two different musical things. That song wasn't I love one. that. That's awesome, I think. So uh, so let me let me go back to where we are. I'm sorry. I got so excited about that. <laughs> uh, to explain how perfect the space is, and then this happens, and they realize what they have on their hands, and they're like, you know what? We're going to do it. And they begin working on the partner project as partners. That's what they do, because they're like, we're going to bring your bandstand, and we're going to bring my rock band, and we're going to make this magic. Kind of like Reese's They're going to do it yeah. together, right. as Stephanie would say. You've got your rock band in my big band. <laughs> You've yeah, got my big band, band in my rock band. band. <laughs> I would like to see that karaoke. That scene. 
That Seriously, was like though, awesome. They had two songs. If you two songs could sing both songs, you could just play them at the same time and you could sing them at the same time. Pink and lyrics, it would sound so good. Make it happen. You know what? Do I'm, it. Peter I'm look, hey, I'm, it's I'm, on the album, actually, is one song. So you should be able to. But I'm just saying, like, if you uh, play I'm, both I'm one going song, to the Carafun app now, app now and see what's on Xanadu. Go ahead okay. and continue. Please do it. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. I'm, I will get a babysitter, is what I'm saying. We'll dress up. I'll wear skates with you. Thank you. We'll find somewhere we can skate, please. So Sonny goes to tell Cure the news. He's just so excited. Do you remember what the name of the song was? Uh, I have got the album pulled up. Right. Santa dude. It's not that one. Where I'm just kidding. Okay. Well, like uh, dancing. Dancing. Is that? Is that? <laughs> yeah. All right. How so, original. So it's so here's here's what you can do karaoke according to Carafun. It's an app I highly recommend. Uh, magic. Yep. Do you believe in magic? That one. Santa do. Then I'm doomed. Suddenly, suddenly I love. Suddenly, all over the world. Oh, I like that one too. Suspended in time. They're going too fast. I don't know these songs by heart. And dancing. Okay. Oh, good. So we so can dance. Is one of yeah, them. So. Please let me know. Uh, oh my I like gosh, all I will over be the world there. too. Uh, I will the be world there. is when he's uh, getting close. Well, I will say this. Um, Saturday, uh, there's a gamers and geeks convention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. JD likes to take the voice actors to Poindexter's to do karaoke afterwards. Yeah. Okay. So I have a shoot Saturday, but it ends before then. Yeah. Saturday is the St. Patrick's Day celebration at Callahan's, and Tomas is coming down for that. Where's so Where Tomas? Where is he at? He lives in Atlanta. <gasps> he works for a law firm in Atlanta. Oh. So he's coming. He'll be here Wednesday. Sweet. Has he always lived in Atlanta? So maybe we're going to go to Poindexter's or Friday night. Or did he night. move? No, he's always, he wasn't from here. Oh, I always thought he was here. No, we hosted him because he lives at... Not Blitter. Thomas. Oh, okay. Not Thomas. Tomas. Tomas. <laughs> I thought that's just... I call him Tomas when I talk about him. So I thought we were talking about the same person. Yeah. Uh, I got real excited. I was like, why did he move? And I got real sad. And now we're back on the same Okay, stage. first of all, can you imagine Thomas working for a law firm? Yes. That was terrifyingly scary. Like... I, I, Money's money, though. I was like, Thomas, friend of the podcast. I just want you to yeah. know that Thomas could probably get his way out of things. So he would probably do really about. well as a lawyer. <laughs> Thomas, Hi, watch Thomas. this. Oh, he watches. Oh, he watches so me. he'll totally come. He, 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 he'd be like, we're talking about you, princess. You know, we are. I would like to see him use that skill to get himself out of banishment from time to time on Facebook. No, Let me know no. How it goes. I, you on. know, I, I applaud him for speaking his mind on the Facebooks. You got to get it out, man. It's his memes, ma'am. His memes get him in trouble. I love memes. They make the world go round. Okay, so <clears throat> Sonny goes to tell Cure the news, okay? And they kiss again. But this time, when they kiss, it's so magical. I don't know, kiss again. They kiss, but this time, no, again, because they kiss randomly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so magical. They're animated characters yep. that look weirdly like Thumbelina. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> they, they sure do. From yeah. people animated characters. To fish, to birds, back to people, and then back to real people. So they got like real animated. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about that later. This part of the movie where I think got up and got a snack. Yeah, got a snack. Vacuum the floor so you have to hear it. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Meh. She was like, cartoon out. <laughs> Pretty much. We'll talk about that's that. That's how she was at eight. She was like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, well, that'll definitely come up again. Um, so work is progressing on the building and they still don't have a name. Okay. So Kira says, it needs to be hot. And they're like, oh, Xanadu. Okay. <laughs> and to this point, they also need new wardrobes because it needs to be hot. So what do they do? Costume party. Which is so much fun to watch. So there is <laughs> a, a montage scene. of them trying on multiple outfits and ends with a fantastical slow dance that takes them right back to the inside of the club. I also like to point out that in the middle of that, Danny 
roller skates up a ramp, and then you don't see the skates again. It's like he can say, I wore skates too. It's a skate yeah. movie. You're welcome. That's right. And I he still looks smoother him. than everyone else. He still, still skated better than, better than everyone else. He actually, he like, that's how you do he it, actually right? skates like a few in the movie uh, around the world, all around the world. He's skating. You see him in the scene because he's that's singing what. and he does the, yeah. And he's skating with the group. You can tell. So, he skated yeah. like he got down and was like, right. skating up a ramp. I skated. But yeah, no, he's, he's in skates more during that Zana, one Zana song. basically invented Wakanda forever. Gonna <laughs> 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 work. All right. Uh, so back to the slow dance. You've got Sonny and you've got Kira slow dancing. Everybody's having a great time. And they're like, we're in love. We're just dancing. It's fine. And then they dance into the air and then they dance in front of the building and the building turns into Xanadu and then they dance on the inside of the building. So here we are. Welcome back. <laughs> if it felt weird for you, it's because it was. <laughs> so <laughs> it is now the night before the opening and everything is set to go except the love between Sonny and Kira. Oh no. She explains, this can never work. I'm amused. I'm he amused doesn't understand too. because he just <laughs> doesn't <amused>. believe. <laughs> so amusing. she proves it. How does she prove it? Two children not paying attention. Oh, sorry. By watching Mom? TV. <laughs> Watch mom. By watching TV. First she was like, read the definition. Do you believe me now, Sonny? Oh, I did uh, that magic. Yeah. Also, like as an artist, how do you not understand what amuses? Yeah. Right? And he does make that bad joke right there. He's like, "I'm amused as well," or <laughs> something like that. Aren't your yeah. children named after muses? Okay. First of all, no, they're fates. Uh, we'll get into that later. <laughs> okay. As well, something uh, that'll that'll come up. I do have a child named Calliope. Okay. We'll leave it at that. Uh, I also have a child named Penelope and Mackenzie. So maybe one of them. I don't know. Maybe it's Calliope. Maybe it's Penelope. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, so. She explains that she's amused. He doesn't believe. So she uses a TV program, which is a fun bit. It really honestly is. Whereas like, why don't you believe it? I got stuff to do. And he's like, what the fuck's happening? She's like, no, it's fine. I'm helping. It looks like he needs a drink. I'll take care of it. I got it. Thanks. Go back to killing people. It's fine. <laughs> so now he believes. And since her job is now completed, she leaves Earth. Heartbreak. This, of course, does not encourage Sonny to keep pursuing his dream anymore. He's like, my need to live is gone. So I'm going to go sit on this rock. So he leaves because apparently his dream is a woman, not art, like we thought at the beginning. <clears throat> Plot twist M. Night Shyamala that wrote this movie, <laughs> directed this movie. He just loves the JJ. He loves it. <laughs> He's not interested anymore. I get it. I get it. It's fine. <laughs> He's just. Danny finds Sonny in the same spot he was when his inspiration was gone at the beginning of the film. He encourages Sonny. Danny him to also keep- likes the JJ. <laughs> yes. Yes. He encourages Sonny to keep pursuing his ambitions and not to give up on them like he did. So what does Sonny do? Man, he pulls out them roller skates and he skates around looking real troubled and sad in his in the shortest skating. shorts I have ever seen. In the cute little shorty shorts he's got with on with some he's white legs. So sad. He does this fancy little turnaround where I'm like, I'm just impressed he could do that with his feet. <laughs> That's how he had to stop without dragging. He did drag his feet I'm again. Glad she he was the drag. Oh, I gotta say, he was short. The drag of the foot drove me. He had a big no no. I'm telling Ugh. you, his shorts were so short that his button down was longer than his shorts. But did you also re- notice that like if he was a real skater, his his calves would be a lot more. They were so skinny than they were. He has skinny like, calves. That's why he life. had to do that fancy. They're like, he's, we need you to stop in this spot and then look over here. Skater, this skater. They just did it for fun to look cool in California. Yeah, you yeah. still get some muscles. Yeah, but care. in this movie, they skated everywhere. But they he's like pulled by. He's trucks. skating fast, and he's like, I'm so sad. And then he's like semi-circle. But then he's just walking, skating <laughs> a little. <laughs> seriously, skate. I feel like that's the only way. He, they're like, you have to stop here, and he's like, oh. 
They're like, can you circle stop? He's like, oh, and it's like, like it's so it's like fast. a hockey player that can't stop on their ice yeah. skates. They just have to kind of circle around. A like little if bit. you're skating at a birthday party and there's no wall, you just got to make it work. Yeah. Anyway. So I don't know where I was at. He did um, do quite the sure montage right there. He did. He's dramatic skating. He was dramatic skating for sure. He skated up to the, he saw like suddenly it was like the ladies. This is where they're at. And then he skates up to it and he looks and he skates away. Looks over his shoulder to see if she's looking back as you do. Because if they look back, they like you. <laughs> it's a painting. So he gets back to his fancy little and looks at it for a while. There's this dramatic moment. And he says, you know what? I'm gonna go get my woman. Let me get back to where go I get your woman. And he found platform nine and three quarters. <laughs> oh my gosh, I literally have that in here. So if you would just let me continue. <laughs> I'm sorry. So he skates around troubled and sad before managing to enter Kira's home. Very platform nine and three quarters. By roller skating into the muse's mirror. He's like, I can do it through uh, the wall. So no lie, the first thing I thought was Justina is gonna love this part. <laughs> So good. He went in and I was like, what if it didn't work? <laughs> You're wearing no padding. Wow. You just really committed so, to that. And I and I have a, a question for everybody concerning this particular part. Out of everything in the movie, this is the one part that bothered me. Besides the animation. Besides yeah, the animation. Well, she doesn't remember that part she was doing. I got, I got up and did stuff. Um, out of Everything I've read about Mount Olympus and everything I've seen about Mount Olympus, because it's assuming that's where they are, because there's Zeus and Hera and you got the muses and whatever. Never would I have thought there'd be neon lights. I feel like this is a, uh, a plane between there. Okay, yeah. still. I feel like <laughs> Because this is, she's just there and she's like, you can't come in. This is as far as you it's can go. It's a whole lot of neon lights. For don't some... you also feel like Zeus and Hera were very casual? Like, honey, I told you that already. We don't really discuss this, Zeus. Did we? Is it now or the future? What is like, what? I don't remember times. times. I told you just four times. Archie. You don't listen. <laughs> I, I agree with that. So, uh, inside the realm of the gods, Kira's father, <laughs> Zeus, denies Sonny's plea to let Kira come back to Earth. And despite Kira's mother's, I don't not to say her name. Hera? Hera? No, this says Nemosine. That's no, because in the subtitles Nemosine. it said Hera. Uh, in the credits, she is uh, credited as Heavenly Voice. Heavenly Voice Heavenly female voice. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we have yeah. multiple names for her. So Zeus has some ladies. Okay. Oh, so Zeus has yeah, so a lot of ladies. Yeah, so. in the credits, he's just Heavenly Voice, and she's like female Heavenly but in Voice. But the, in, the, in the subtitles, it says Zeus and Hera. Huh. Okay. Thank you. So, despite Kira's mother, possibly known as Hera, Wikipedia is wrong, not that we're surprised here, my favorite Star Wars for Sunny <laughs> and Zira, Akira, excuse me. Sorry. Zeus sends Sunny back to Earth. He's like, no, 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 I've decided it's nothing else can be said by, gone. Okay, I don't, I, I don't know if he tried skating into the wall again, but that wasn't shown. <laughs> he didn't have boo-boos, so we'll say no. Show it with him concussion. Kira professes <laughs> her feelings for Sunny out loud to nobody in the neon room, and Zeus ultimately relents, allowing her to be with Sunny for a moment or forever. It's hard to tell the difference. <laughs> Kira and uh, the muses... It's very non-committal. <laughs> yeah, so back to the Zen, Zen do that place, you know, that they worked really hard on. So they're in, in this uh, club that's opening, right? And then Kira and the muses show up, and they perform at the grand opening before turning returning back to their realm. Sunny is initially saddened by their departure after the whole fantastical dance sequence that they do, mind you. 
But upon seeing a waitress, because again, he's in it for the vajayjay, who looks exactly like here, he stops and he asks to talk. I would like to talk to you. Credits. <laughs> uh, Stephanie, you got a libation? <laughs> <laughs> I do. We have thoughts, though. Lord have yeah. mercy. Y'all discuss, because I'm going to, well, the, 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 so the libation is awesome. Hold on. I'm going to pull up the recipe, because this is new to me. It's, it's actually called Xanadu. That is amazing. That I found. It is um, a gin-based cocktail with basil fresh basil which i have oh. and grapefruit and it's going to be epic, i wish so. i drank less jesus juice oh well <laughs> no it's fine I'll, we I'll needed to finish through. that bottle when we have no it's so fine, it's fine. I'll, I'll still take care of it no we're gonna we're gonna totally do this so i have a couch you can sleep sleep it off on it's fine i have, I have, I have sleep, chicken right. i have a lot of jesus juice so you're, just... you're a no for this right yeah i'm a no for this one. okay all right so scotty what are your thoughts while she makes that oh um <sighs> Mm-hmm. Okay, I've uh, very deep. Okay, I first have questions. All the words. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Ask them to me. Okay. And so, I will answer them. All right. So they'll be incorrect. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait. What the hell <laughs> is the studio holodeck for? Because he's, you know, when they first hook up and, yeah. and he's like, I want to show you this place. And then I don't know what these buttons do, but it's suddenly I make a rooftop and I fly and whatever. And she's like, oh, that's a fantasy. Like, wait, wait, wait. No, there are buttons involved. That's not a fantasy. That happened. That <laughs> yeah. was 1980s. They were trying to figure out how to beat graphics because graphics were starting to come out. So they decided to make it in studio to keep people well, in house. So they, I'm not yeah. done. So they can keep their people on campus, if you will. Because uh, otherwise, they're going to lose their money. Well, he so they like, had to do what they could. Next, He was like, okay, so this is a room where these images pop up on the walls and inspire the artists yeah, while they're recording. And I was like, that looks like set from Barney. I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah. but I've seen Barney the Dinosaur, and that beach scene is from Barney the Dinosaur. Yeah. That may have been where Barney was them. created. Right, Somebody that's what happened. They were like, it needs Fun to fact, look like this. My Fun children fact. were not allowed to watch Barney growing up. I was not allowed to watch Barney growing up, so my kids never watched yeah. it. Oh, that baby sex. Like my dad walked Barney. in and was like, we're not watching no purple dinosaur. I, I watched it over that age, but... I watched it with my nieces and nephews, and that's all I could think. The rooftop, the beach scene that they were skating through with the palm trees that slowly I lifted. I didn't even think about it, but you are so right. They were dancing to Barney. It was weird. I didn't like watching them skate over the water, yeah. the fake water. I liked the watching them skate the whole time because it was <laughs> hilarious. But I mean, you're right. Like, I was wondering, okay, you said that they see these images that inspire them yeah, while right. they're recording, but... Did they also record their music videos there? Like, why were there actual sets? Why, why, why are there set pieces they there? They just said inspiration. Beyond so, that, no so, explanation. Also, That's all they had to also, say. Also, so is it just hanging in the ceiling and you just, like, see <laughs> five? And Who the- brought the sand out? <laughs> <laughs> that set piece is shooting up. That scene where the fog. Right. That was intense. It was, like. They have multiple distributors of fog. (laughs) Wild. When they skate over it, it sensors a trigger that that shoots it off so that they can sneak away in the fog so the guy doesn't know who it is really, but he can guess. Can we buy one? Fun fact, you can buy cocktail ice cubes. Oh my God, no lie. Where did you get that? Um, Publix. They just have bags of four cocktails. Publix, for all your bougie grocery needs. (laughs) Fancy ice. It is. Cocktail style cubes. I didn't know they had different types of ice cubes. That is amazing to know. Thank you for sharing. That's awesome. All right. So I'm sorry. I don't know how else to answer this except uh, they had to make up some reason for them to skate more yeah. because, <laughs> and they had to skate in circles. 
and they had a roller rink, but they didn't want it to look like a roller rink. So boom, inspiration. Yep. I just was, I found the holodeck very weird. It was They're very dancing weird. through life. I like yeah, the sphere in the middle where yeah. she's like, just touch it. It's fine. Just hit the buttons. What's all the buttons? Hit all the buttons. But Australian. So is it cool that she just sexually assaults him at the beginning of the movie, and then he's like obsessed with her? <laughs> oh no, it's not. <laughs> it's just like I was like, oh, you just. It's he, like she. There, there's not a consent for this kiss. I mean, he's okay with it, but there's no consent for this kiss. That can get into a whole deep like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, gender the- conversation of like, would it be okay if the man did, right, but it's okay if the woman does the it? Movie if he wasn't okay with it, yeah, that's what I want to see. But also, it's a horror film. She's yeah. if it was flipped and like some girls there and the guy skates up, he's like, oh, my bad. It's like, it's be like it, it would turn police. into my super ex girlfriend. Nice, right, <laughs> yeah. So it's a very interesting situation for sure. Um, that's a deeper context. I just was like, oh, she just straight up sexually assaults him. Okay, one hundred percent. Yes, cool. she did. So right. I have a question. In that first scene where he discovers the abandoned building that turns into Xanadu, right? And she's there and she's doing her figure eights around the boxes in the abandoned that's buildings. Not a figure eight, the, uh, whatever, with the arms, and she's trying real hard. <laughs> she tries um, so hard. She's trying real hard. She goes from invisible to human form like she keeps disappearing did you see that like oh, yeah. ghost into normal does he see that part and not question it or is he always like hey where'd you run off to there lady i think I it's mean, always hey where'd you run off to there lady she just yeah. keeps hiding somewhere yeah. like she's just, playful and cute yeah and they play hard yeah. to get <laughs> it's very strange to me because i was like that's very haunted mansion like you can yeah. see her disappearing there's a there was a a note um, I don't know that I necessarily put it in here, but there was a note where it said this is supposed to be a fantasy. So to make it a fantasy, there are things that are added that look really fakey, but they were added to make it a fantasy. Make it fantasy. Like you see that? That doesn't happen in real life. Got it. Boom. Yeah, like fantasy. all the weird transitions. Yeah, that's boom. Yeah. Fa- that makes it a fantasy. When the thing does this, when it changes, it's fantasy. It was fantastic. It, it was like someone got the 1980 version of After Effects. The, the basic plugin was like, all right, cool. Transition. Woo. All right, here, here's a star wipe. <laughs> Just do that. Well, it's like that one scene where I swear there's a black background and it changes from like a red undertone to a blue to a green. And it's just him. And he's looking for her, but he changes direction and it's green. And then he changes direction and it's blue. And I was like, I don't even know what's going on anymore he's, at this point. He's it, so... Is he lost in another world? He's on LSD. Yeah, I mean, I felt like I was. He's living on vagina juices. Let's be yeah, honest he right now. He's like, I JJ. need that so bad. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't it, even matter. Well, but I have Boys. to say, I was surprisingly enjoying it at some point. Like, I, I at some point quit judging it after the animation and was like, all right, I'm into it. Let's just see where I, this takes me. I, I like the animation. Yeah. Part. I did not. I, I, was, I hated the animation. I was it was Thumbelina meets Beauty and the well, Beast. You were, and there's reasons for yeah, that. There's reasons. Yeah, I, I have a whole story so do about you know the, do animation. the animation. Hey, hey, hey. Don't, hey. don't, don't. Hey. Sorry. Oh, hey. that's her section. Yeah, don't don't overstep, Scotty. Hey. Um, I do think they did They did Michael's nose uh, injustice, though. Oh, he looks terrible. Like, his <laughs> nose is like this big but i like i like all right so it's it's kind of a flowy section i love her i love thumbelina's outfit in this and and this kind of you just fl- see her whole leg like you should but, but it's sparkly and, and then they're like all right what is the sexiest animal on earth fish because <laughs> vagina so we're just gonna do that fishy smell it's a fish and then what's sexier than a fish she needs a fly out birds it's so bizarre i'll say what's in it you're right 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 so yeah, uh, but I I was like, oh, so this is what we're doing. Okay, I'm I'm with the f- 
but I bought it as part of the the fantasy of this film. I um I found myself entertained, other than animation. I was mad. Did you get mad during the animation at all, Justina? <laughs> I, I, the, I walked away from the animation. I was man. angry. I seriously watched it and I was like, oh my god, Jennifer, Jennifer, and I like hit her and I was like. Thumbelina. We're watching Thumbelina right now. <laughs> and Thumbelina was one of my favorite movies as like a little kid. I watched it a lot. So I was like, Thumbelina? She's dancing like they do in Thumbelina. Where's the bee? The bee's got to show up. Where's the bee? Are we ready for the libation real quick yes, so we can taste good. it? So sorry. So real quick. It's okay. It's okay. A great like conversation. It. It I'm glad good. you guys talked about the animation while I was making drinks because <laughs> I, I, I have no interest in that. I thought it would be good since it's a chore. It <laughs> so, is. so you could just continue your Check theme. out again. <laughs> so basically, we are drinking a drink called Xanadu. Xanadu. That is, you take a basil leaf, a fresh basil leaf, and you muddle it with a quarter of an ounce of simple syrup. Okay, then you fill your glass with ice. You add um, about two ounces of grapefruit juice, an ounce and a half of nice gin, not nasty gin. You want the good gin. What kind of gin is that? This right here is Brockman's gin. It's a very pretty bottle. Yes, it's a, it's a high-end gin. Oh, okay, thank you for sharing. Um, so, because I like gin. So, if I'm going to buy gin, I'm going to buy good stuff. So, um, you do ounce and a half of gin. Add more ice if you need to, like I do. You stir top with soda and garnish with another basil leaf. It's very pretty. It's seriously very pretty. So there well we done. go. This Xanadu. is Enjoy. Enjoy. Hey, Stephanie, that's good. That is delightful. That's yeah. fine, isn't it? Yeah. That is a fine drink. It is drink. refreshing. That is a fine no, drink. I'm good. Okay. You don't want to just sip it because it's so good. I'm good. I trust y'all. Okay. Oh, well, that's delightful. So there you go, guys. So, um, that's my Xanadu. That's really good. Happy yeah. to bring Thank a you. fancy drink for a change. It's very pretty and it's very good. It's very light and refreshing. It is. It's kind of learned my lesson after the absinthe. No, yeah. this is. A, yeah, I feel like it just tastes it. You're not. It's drink, mainly club it. soda and grapefruit. Yeah. It, it's refreshing. You get the gin because of the type of gin it is. It all blends well, and the basil. You don't even taste the alcohol. That's good. It's very See? refreshing. Okay. All right. It's Stephanie. lighter than I was expecting. Yeah, yeah it's very here. light. Since you were uh, preparing our libation while we were talking, what? How do you feel about the movie? What are your thoughts about the movie? Yes. Okay, so that's a loaded question for me because I have. So many childhood memories of this song. I, I mean, of this movie. I, I saw this movie when I was eight years old. Literally, I bought my parents bought me the album immediately after. I love this movie. So even rewatching this, even with all of its faults, the whole time I felt like an eight-year-old girl again on roller skates, skating around, thinking that I'm Olivia Newton-John. <laughs> so I, I. Let's put it this way. Listening to you guys tearing it apart is kind of a bummer for me. <laughs> I don't think we were tearing it apart. Tearing it apart. But, you know, it's like the, I, I don't really, I don't look at the flaws. I mean, they're flaws. There's definitely flaws. But you just enjoy but it. But there's so much nostalgia in this movie for me. For so it's like, oh, my God, I just I love the music. I love all the music. Um, there's particular scenes that I really really love like I love the um, I like the dance scene with Gene Kelly and Olivia Newton-John yeah she's not I, a great dancer I, she's not I, I really like that that's one of my favorite scenes I've it's, but mm -hmm. it's 
such a sweet oh my god, scene. Oh my god, oh my god. Can we, but can did we... you think at any point they were going to make out? I hate to put that out there. That sounds weird. No. But like he was having visions of her and they I was did like kind of kiss. In this present they day, kissed? they did the cheek kiss. Yeah. Th- but I was like in this present day, older Gene Kelly, is he about to slip Olivia Newton-John the tongue in this scene? <laughs> it got real Maybe sexual tension to. to me. Yeah. But you know, it I never thought it was really weird no. because it was romantic. It wasn't. He was reminiscing. Well, it's not even that. I mean, you know. I mean, I never saw the the modern Gene Kelly's character and Olivia Newton John as romantic. As, like, I saw that more of like he was more of a father figure the way he acted around the group. I don't think in that particular song though, in that particular scene, because she's not. That is his love, right? Yeah, that's she, her. She was, she well, was his love first, and I don't think it was weird. I don't think if they had an uh, an intimate kiss, it would have been weird because he's remembering when he loved her, and right. I believe it's the same Kira. I believe he's remembering. Well, yeah, it's a, when, I think it's the same person. He, he's remembering when when she was. His. So you think love. he automatically understands that she was my muse, and now she's his muse, and I'm not jealous at all. Oh, I do because I, uh, because the it, when when he tells him you need to go get her, you need to go. He knows. Yeah, he, knows. he knows. Don't, don't, okay. Don't, yeah, I get that. I, yeah, I, I, he 100 knows. I, yeah, I I think he understands that it's his muse, but I don't think he sees it. Sees the two cures of the same person. Oh, I think he does. I think he does. And I think that he realizes that his time has passed right. with her. And he, and he doesn't want Sonny to make the same mistakes he did by not going after her. Because he's like, don't I know you from somewhere? Like, he does this whole, yeah. I know you, but I don't know and you. she kind of gives him, you know, yeah. a sweet mm. little... They, so he knows. Yeah, he, he totally knows. knows. So so I think it's a sweet movie. Oh. I, and as as somebody who um, is a dancer, you know, I danced all my life. I used to taught dance. I, I love dance. Um, I absolutely love. Th- there are two scenes in particular, and it's the one where it, where the bands come together. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the dance one. The dancing and that, oh my god! Oh, that's fantastic. the whole swing dancing part of it. Yes, just blows my mind. I absolutely and, and the rock band stuff, the modern dance yeah. that they're doing is cool, but the swing dancing is just so cool. And then the in in scene where um, with all the skating, you know, mm-hmm. the oh my god, the, I just love the dancing and in, in some of that. So. Yeah, the Wakanda Forever scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was Whatever cool, it man. It was cool. Um, I love the movie. So uh, I also want to talk about Gene Kelly's house. Yeah, right. The giant house that uh, my living room is my house. <laughs> like, and I have this one room just for us to ballroom just, dance. Just here, enjoy the soundstage. <laughs> yeah, okay. and they don't they don't make up a, a real hard try to cover it up that it's a soundstage. Right. Like, no, we're gonna dance in the entire room. So, so when he opened, when they're at his house, yep. and he's first learning that he played the clarinet in this band. And he opens up the album, and she has a photo there mm-hmm. where she was the singer. Right. Does what's his face not Sunny. recognize her? So I don't. And that's I and thought that, that was weird because it's so obvious that that's her. I mean, obviously, yeah. And I don't know why Sonny didn't pick. I don't think he picked up on it because, as we see in the film, Sonny's a bit not bright. He's jaded, <laughs> I think, a little bit too. Like I, I also, I also for for them. But I feel like I she's so they, obvious. You would be like, wait a second, that's Kira. Right. And I think for them, like, there are maybe essences of that person in the past, but they look different. I think to them, they look different. 
And so that's and that's why I like say each that each muse manifests itself so differently to that to, to, yeah. to that person. person. To that person that, you know, so my muse would definitely you know would not, not look mm-hmm. as like your muse, but they may be you know some similar aspects to them. So I have a much deeper feeling for the movie than than what we're discussing. Because I ended up watching it twice. I watched okay. this movie twice, people. That's a rarity. So, uh, and I watched it across three different times, and then it was on again today. So let's, I did a lot of work yeah. for this. When I first started watching it, um, we were watching it to a point, and then I got tired, and we turned it off, so I didn't sleep through anything. And then we went to watch it again, and we ended up having to leave or something. So it was like 10 minutes were left at the end. And so last night, we were like, we're going to watch it again. And we watched it with the girls. And Jennifer was like, oh, do we have to watch it? It was 10 minutes. I was like, I can't host the show and not watch the ending because yeah. I can't be like, yeah, it ended. Boom, done, gone. It's fine. So we watched it again. And that was instrumental to me because it, like I watched it in those pieces in the beginning and then I watched it with the girls and my, my oldest daughter uh, is 14 and we're watching it. She's like, why, why do they want to kiss? That's weird. And I was like, but honey, that's not, that's not the point of it is it's almost like this is his inspiration. This is, this is what she's here for. She's a muse. Mm-hmm. She's, she's not here to be a person. So think about it in that context the whole time. You're talking about from the beginning? From the very, very I beginning think, to yeah. the end. I'm not think talking that, about the whole thing. I think the very first kiss was, was not a romantic kiss. I think she was giving him inspiration at that point. I think every time they're together, it's inspiration. Yeah. And that's what I tried to teach to Mackenzie because she's, she couldn't understand it. And then when she was dancing with Jean, she made that comment of like, why is she dancing with him? I thought she was with him and that's weird. And I was like, no, 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 no. You need to understand. This is, this is all a much deeper concept this is her yeah. from the past. This yeah. is how I took the movie of this is a muse. Their job is to give, and she said it, my job is to give inspiration and leave. Mm-hmm. She gave inspiration to Danny and then she left and Danny couldn't live without that constant feed of inspiration. And I think that's the 10% that divides people to be quite honest. Right. And then you've got Sonny who gets that 10% and he's off when she leaves and he's struggling and he's on the path of Danny and Danny comes up and he's like, you got to fight for it. And it's not everybody looks at the girl like, oh, you got to fight for the girl. And we've I've made jokes about the JJ the whole time. And it's like, you got to fight for the girl. But it's, it's really it's like you got to yeah. if you want that, you got to fight for it. Yeah. Don't give it up like yeah. I did. Right. It's, it's, Go get fight, it. Right. Go for get your it. dreams. Yeah. Basically. And he went into another world, another realm, essentially, to get it back. I also, I also want to watch it again after watching two other films that you might talk about. I don't know if you found these films in your research, but I'll wait till after your research notes. Let me know when, when we get through it. Mm-hmm. So that's how I. T- but, but I had to watch it twice again. After I you had to watch that. it twice. So, so here's the monkey wrench in that. Okay. I, 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 I want to say yes, but he wants to be this painter. He quit his job to be this painter. Yep. Washed out, came back to his job. Now he's nowhere near a painter. And but, and, that, and now he's he's a club wait. owner. Right now he's a club owner. But here's the thing you have two different types of club owning. Like you maybe because again there's a point right before opening night where. Danny is saying, oh, we have all the set. Like, he's doing business. Right. And What's-His-Face has been slow dancing with him. He's the creative. And so he was like, what's left to do? And then Danny said, oh, we got all the signs. He's like, let's go put it up. I think his, he's a creative person. And he was trying at the beginning to paint and draw. Right. And he struggled to the point where he threw it out the window. was like, I'm just going to go do somebody else's work and suck at it. Yes, he can paint. But it's it's all creative. Can so, I? I think he may have found the new outlet for that. that like was channeling like, your creative energy. I get that. Can I just say that that would be like the coolest roller rink ever? 100%. I would be there. Yeah, I would be there. 100%. A roller rink, number one, a roller rink with a bar seems yeah. amazing. Also dangerous, but you know, very amazing. You know, you know, you know the one over here has 
adult skate night where you can bring your own alcohol. It's BYOB. Oh, hell Twice no. Twice a week. Sundays and Thursdays. Twice a week? It's BYOB. Wait, we are kidding uh, No, wait. I think Sunday's the only BYOB, but there's two adult skate nights where kids aren't allowed in there. It's only adults. You have to be 21 and older. Yeah, it's a hmm. brilliant. So every Sunday night, um, they do... Well, we're Dreamlands for anybody Dreamland. who wants to know. I, was like, I didn't know if I should say the name or not, but that's sure. where I escaped. He would probably appreciate it. That would be amazing. There's, and they go out there and they dance and they'll teach you. Some people will go out there and they'll teach you how to do it. Or they have like lines that go around. They dance together. It's fantastic. It's BYOB though. So you can drink. And, and a good workout. Yes. I would, I would kill myself. I kind of want to go now. Let's take a round trip. I just want to say. Montage. My mother watch. was the most amazing skater That's I've amazing. ever seen. Like we used to go and um, it was it was crazy because I, I got to the point where I didn't want her to go with me anymore because she would like outskate. Oh God, she would. She like, would embarrassing me by my. She would do all the tricks <laughs> and what. But in the seventies, that's you know that's what, what she did. did. What and did. so she was an amazing skater. That's so. amazing. I didn't know that so, about your mom. Yeah. My mom's I'm badass. still hung oh, up yeah. on this muse thing. I look, I I kind of want to the romantic in me want really wants to go along with that. But it, like the cynic in me is like at the end of the day, isn't he just I, I know he's part owner, but isn't he just doing creative for Danny? I don't think so. I think Danny, I think the point of the story is that Danny lost his creative. Right, 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 right. Because he was creative in the band. Right, and now he can hear I just it. I think he's gonna end up with a nicer boss. I, I don't yeah. think so. I think that I think if he wanted to go out there partners. and do all the creative to the building, Danny would be like, "Do whatever." I, really I mean, want. there's partners, and then there's partners. I think they're partners. <laughs> I mean, I they they do reference in the film that um, Sonny's basically more in charge than Danny because Danny's, I mean, Danny's the money. Because Danny Danny talks to her about, well, I haven't really put much input in this, but that's fine. And she's she reassures okay. him that she sees a part of his creativity so. in the building just, still. So Danny's like, "Oh, I know that muse. Let's yeah, hang out with her. We're gonna do this nightclub. I know you're in good hands with that one." So he's like, "We're partners now, and this is a good idea because you've got so, that muse, and I've so, had her before. This so, is a good idea." If I, they recognize each yeah, other, they, yeah. But I I think so, if you think about it in my context, she's not there. Think about it. My contact. She's she's a fleeting feeling and like idea. Like in, when I say inspiration, yeah. I mean literal inspiration. Right, but I think she, I mean, she's, she's the just the inspiration person. Personified. Yeah, but she's there. The problem is she's literally I mean, there. She's but there. she has a physical personification, and she right? disappears and comes right. back. So it's well. The problem is other people see her, so she's literally there. She, no, she's literally there. But if you watch the movie again, like watch it again. Let's let's talk from the beginning. There's yeah. the album cover where it's like, who is this person? He said, I don't. Know, I took all these pictures, and this one image showed up. Yeah. So think about it without the person. Like I took all these images and this amazing shot showed up. I don't know where it came from. I wasn't shooting for that. It showed but up. It showed up. It's a it different shoot style. Like it's the same yeah. idea. Danny went for it, and it's the same as like on the rock at the end. Is he was playing his clarinet on the rock because he had that, and it was as soon as that that boost of the steroid shot, if you will, left him. He was like, oh, I can't do it. Like, he didn't have enough to push through that on his own. Right. You need that extra strength to get through a pull-up, which I learned today, and he didn't have that. And so he was like, I've been there because that's where you found me. I've been in that spot. you got to go fight for it because if you don't fight for it now, you're not going to get it later. Okay. No, I totally buy yeah. I will. I will argue. I I'm going to watch it again, though. Hearing so, your side of it because I didn't think about it like that. So, watch it again. So using that logic, because the end of the film confuses me, mainly because of the way it, it, it ends to me in a weird way. 
because he starts. Oh, that's weird. It is weird. So does she? So has she been now cast down to earth, and is she mortal is and it, not remember? I think that if she's you watch the movie that way, possibly. But, but I'm saying because using your logic too, like so, like is it? Does he recognize her as as Kira, or is it just? A new love at first sight kind of thing. I think it would be very similar to a new love at first sight. If if we're talking about like a a non physical inspiration is happening the whole time, and he's like, I don't know, like I'm just feeling really sad because it, it feels like it was there and now it's it's gone again. And then this person shows up and he's like, Oh my gosh, my heart is complete. It could just be that person just has the aura of her, if you will. Fantasy. Anything's real in fantasy. Sure. Yeah. Just like it's real if you put it on the internet. <laughs> I'm going to go tap this up in Wikipedia. Boom, done. It's better than what they have, is all I'm saying. Uh, all right. So. I will be watching it again. I. It, it took me, the first time I watched it, it was very like, what the hell is happening? Yeah. Because it's so random. Mm. And then the second time I watched it, Mackenzie made that one comment, and I went off on this whole thing about, no, it's inspiration, and it's it's not this, and it's that, and it's not like it's a weird guy making out with a girl, and now she's dancing with another guy. Like, Sorry, I got really into it. <clears throat> Let's talk about bar trivia. Yeah. According to Dame Olivia Newton John, this may help with some of your guys' inquiries. The script was written during filming. Oh, God. <laughs> As filming, they were it. writing it. And you can also notice that because it's like, it's you. It's me. It's like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Introduce yourselves. That's what you got. This was the final film of Gene Kelly, who only took it because it was a short drive to his Beverly Hills home. Oh. Also, the he died like in 16 years later, so it wasn't like he had no opportunity to do another film. He, was just, his final he just retired. He just yeah. was like, all right, I'm good after this. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm ending on Xanadu. Yeah. But he was so delightful in this movie. Charming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's great. I'm just charming in every movie. He looked that old to me. He was so charming that at points I found myself questioning him. Like, he's got a sinister side that we haven't seen yet. It's going to come out. I think he's a genuinely charming person. Yeah, he was just genuinely he, charming. I, I just I, wanted I don't know to how he was on this set, but wanted to other sets he was, he was kind of a nightmare just because he was such a legend no well there's that but he was, he's was he a he, perfectionist perfectionist with his craft yeah. right so in singing in the rain he gave debbie reynolds like just fits yeah like, just absolute fits and right. just tortured that poor girl because it was one of her first films so i wonder how he felt about olivia newton john's dance i don't know if he had tempered or cared the, at that point but, right but yeah. like like hearing the stuff from debbie reynolds about like how just horrible he was to her and this is she, this is kind of her big break film. And if you watch Singing in the Rain, she's a fantastic dancer. She's not Gene Kelly. Or she's, not right. she's fantastic because he made her that way. No, but she's not Gene Kelly, nor is she Danny Kaye. But she is holding her own with those two guys. Yeah. And just, He's just trying movie. to defend her because she's Princess Leia's mother. Okay. Maybe my 1982 was like, do you see the rest of this shit? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to get on to Olivia Newton John. Look at all this stuff. Yeah, it's like all of it's kind of weird. Yeah. So she's all right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, according to the special features, you're going to enjoy this specifically. I'm giving you the note for you. Okay. According to the special features on a recently released DVD that can only be found in stores near you, the cart, probably not Amazon, the cartoon sequence, Don't Walk Away was added because the filmmakers needed to include an extra uh, an extra song written for the movie. <sighs> the only reason it's there, they were like, we have a song that never got put in. Animation. You had B-roll. You had B-roll. No, 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 no. <sighs> Having a cartoon made for the song was easier 
than trying to make it fit into the movie. <sighs> I'm changing my movie. Features scenes nearly identical to portions of Thumbelina. And do you know from why? 1994, which happened later? Yep. In the moment I watched it, I thought they stole it from Thumbelina, but turned out Thumbelina she stole, stole it from them. Oh, Namely, wow. a shot of a small girl walking behind a leaf. Do you want to know why? I was about to I know say. Why. Do you want to know? Say, why? Is it stolen if it's same because animator? both were directed by Don Bluth. Yeah. Don Bluth is. It's Don not Bluth stolen if it's Don Bluth. I, 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 I think this is Don Bluth's first thing after he left Disney. I can double check that. I think, Please and thank you. I think that's his first thing he did after Disney. So because this is right before Secret of Nim. It was just a random thing they added because. I mean, you can straight look at like any Don Bluth yeah. and be like Don yeah. Bluth. I mean, because th- at this time you've got Secret of Nim. Actually, uh, he was still at Disney. Oh, was he still at Disney? Because he did Fox and the Hound, which was eighty-one. All right, so because but you you got um, that that video game. Uh, oh, Fox um, and the Hound is so good. I can't watch it every Dragon Slayer. Yeah, what was the CD-ROM uh, game? Dragon Slayer. Dragon Slayer. Yeah, the, uh, the the CD-ROM game before there were CD-ROM games. Right. It's yeah. all animated and it's kind of a weird puzzle which was, game. Uh, I remember Dragon Slayer actually. It's hard. Oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's eighty three. Most of the older games are hardest because <laughs> they're well, like if they beat it quick, what are we going like, to well, also it was also an arcade game that. Yeah, it was like yeah, and back then it was designed to eat quarters, and it was like fifty cents a shot, and it's like. Beautifully animated. That was beautiful. Yeah, you know, it's also yeah. in developmental hell for a uh, feature-length movie that right. they're trying to do. They made two of those in a space ace. Uh, yeah, space ace, which is same idea. Yeah. yeah, same idea. Anyway, so that's why that exists. I like Don Bluth. <laughs> they had a song that was not used. They had to throw it like in. they got to the end of it. They're like, "We did this. We did this, guys. Where's this one? Did you put this in? I didn't put it. In. Did you put it? In? <laughs> <laughs> it's like quick get ELO with Is the it tubes. Don trying to get a new? Ge- I know Don. I'll reach out to Don and see what he can do. Okay, let's see what we can do here. That's why that exists, if it helps at all. The Pan Pacific Auditorium on Beverly Boulevard in Hollywood near CBS's Television City was used for exterior exterior shots of the Xanadu Club. It was built in 1935 and destroyed in a fire (gasps) the year I was born, probably the same day because my birth could not keep it alive. (laughs) 1989. A community center now sits on the site featuring a single version of the Pan Pacific's four curved Art Deco spires. Danny McGuire jokes, they used to have wrestling here in the movie. In real life, the Pan Pacific Auditorium was used to feature wrestling matches. Nice. (laughs) Isn't there a replica at Hollywood Studios? Isn't that what the theater is designed after you know, in I Disney? Don't, I don't know. I I don't know. I'm going in May for my 50th That's birthday. Right. You'll have to check it out. Let's I'm going to need tips. Yeah, I think I'm it's not designed after that, though. Yeah. Interesting. So, fun fact about the dance sequence. Suddenly. Where they Suddenly. skated poorly. And it's okay because nothing got broken, but did Wheels it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What got broken? Olivia Newton-John. Dame. Fractured. Dame. My bad. <laughs> Fractured her coccyx. Wow. Oh, she fell on her ass. ass. What happened? She fell Suddenly. on her ass. Suddenly. Coccyx <laughs> is a fun word typed out. I stared at it for a while and was like, is it still the same language? And then I realized it was coccyx. I, it, by the way, it's your ass bone. I bruised my coccyx once. She fractured I it. I fractured she mine before. Would you, like me to, would you like me to tell you how I fractured my coccyx? Yes, and I'll, oh, I think I think I know this one, right? This was is, it falling through one. a hole on a boat? No, this one involved my son. My youngest son, Jack. 
Jack and I, I Legos. Oh, you don't Legos? know this one? No, I, I thought this was when you fell down the hole. No, I know. So I no, I fractured your rib, your, your, my back. Right, not yeah. the cost. So, um, I I raised boys. <laughs> That's all. It's kind of like raising wolves. It's very much like raising wolves, and um, I have large boys. When I say large, they're both six foot five. But I wanted to instill fear. And they're three years old right now. (laughs) They never grew up. (laughs) At three, they're six foot five. My approach to parenting is you instill fear in your children. Kind of like well, especially when they're boys. That's what I'm saying. Because they're going to get taller than you one day. Yeah. (laughs) So we would rest. Like I grew up wrestling with my kids, with my boys, all the time. And um, when Jack was in high school, of course, he was already well, almost six foot five at this point. Like he was like super tall, and you know, still wrestling. And um, we were wrestling. And he's got reach. He's got strength. He's you know weighs more than me at this point and all this so you know i'm i'm not doing well in this wrestling match (laughs) that's your finest moment (laughs) and so i racked him okay square in the nuts why would you do that because i'm competitive and i wanted to win she's like i wanted to win scotty and his nuts were just right there she's got it she's got to assert her authority also also he was being a smart ass at this point and saying, oh, what are you going to do now? I'm stronger than you now. What are you going to do now? And that's when I lost yeah. it. So, yeah, you got to you got to assert that. So, authority. Yeah. So I, I, I had to teach my son Ow. that size does not matter. <laughs> OK. In any context. Yeah, I was about to say phrasing. <laughs> She's going to just. You, you I, I know, I know. Go to this. So he drops to his knees. I would, too. And he looks at me with these eyes. <gasps> I can't. Believed you did that. <laughs> he was in high school. Oh, okay, so doesn't matter. High school, and I'm like, I'm like, giggle. <laughs> Try me again. And so I run up to the couch. He recovers, grabs my legs, yanks me off the couch. Oh, no. that's what you get. Scotty <laughs> has no sympathy. No, no, mm. you did that to yourself. Oh no. Yeah, now mind resort. you. The whole time, it was a very, um, so you guys don't think I'm, you know, crazy. This was a. Oh, you're crazy. Well, you know what I mean? We were. You're on this show. Both. (laughs) It's a requirement. Very, very competitive. And we both were wrestling. And it was like the whatever. So fair is fair. It was one of those things. But it's a running joke now between us how I broke my ass. And you popped him in the nuts i did like i'll punch you in the nuts and break your ass the point to the story is i will do whatever it takes to win (laughs) and so will he so will he because he is his mother's son so so (laughs) i I got an update on that hold on real quick so so i guess season three finale for the trivia should just wear a cup yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's all right episode one season three wear a cup (laughs) hey so, I will only do that if I'm challenged yeah. and I feel like I'm not going to win. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I mean, look, I, I, in a fight, if I have to defend myself, it's an option, but it's like usually after, oh shit, he's pulled a gun. Yeah. <laughs> it's not I, like, it's not my fault. You guys wear your weakness on the outside. <laughs> uh, so we, before we get you too far no honor, before we get too far away from that, not note, a Klingon. um, I did research the Pan Pacific Auditorium thing about Disney. So it was actually built three, well, where was it? 
Uh, yeah, three just three weeks before the fire destroyed the original. Oh wow! Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, it looks this, just like it. Yeah, so it is based on it, and awesome. they and they did it also for uh, California Adventure. Yeah. Oh wow, oh, okay. that's cool. cool. That's cool. Cool. Well done, Jonna. Well yeah, done. Okay, skate. so are we allowed to wear skates in Disney? Because I feel like that should happen. No, I tried Heelys one time, and they were like, mm. uh, "You have Heelys?" Yes, I have. I've wanted Heelys forever. I'm talking about for years to the point where my kids want them, and th- it's a whole running thing where it's like, "You'll get Heelys after I get Heelys." Well, they uh-huh. officially banned them. I was saying, like, they did not ban them for the longest time, and now they have officially. But you can yeah. get them out so much faster. It wasn't the kids that. I believe that. I believe that very much. I just want them. I've I never worn a pair of Heelys in my life. Like I do have some Heelys. Tower of Terror on your Heelys, you're just going down a hill like this the can whole you, time. Can you still buy them? I had them. Are they? Yes, while. they're just yeah. like sixty dollars a pair. Yeah. Which I know in some people's mind is not a lot. I just that's, bought a house. Everything's honest, a lot. Honestly, that's about oh, the normal price talking, of good shoes. I know, but it's Heelys. Child gas is four dollars a gallon as of this recording. So yeah, I got. So it's like the kids. I want a pair of Heelys. I was like, you're Right every now. year yeah. my feet don't change and i just got up. rain boots this last christmas yeah. that i've wanted my whole life so yeah oh, get Heelys eventually it's I, a good investment i'm just saying yeah i had them when i was younger yeah what uh, rain boots scotty for christmas i want Heelys. it wears size eight now you have it on film i also wear a size eight and i think Heelys would be great i'm turning oh wait I probably just need cash for my birthday this year. <laughs> That's true. I'll take Heelys. I don't care. I'll sell myself for cash. I, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, okay, so if... if That's I, recorded too. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I can crochet. I'm really good at organization. What you need. So to our listeners, all four of you, I'm turning 50 49. in May, and I'm requesting cash. <laughs> <laughs> There you go, because I so, need it. Thomas, so Kisa, Mike, Angela, Angela. Woo, that's four. Kisa, I just want something to taste test that's chocolate flavored. That's not white chocolate. <laughs> I like dark chocolate. Just get all the dark chocolate things. You keep picking out sugary sweet stuff. I don't like it, Kisa. I think the point is Kisa gives us stuff we don't like on purpose. I know, Kisa. Kisa. Kisa is secretly part of the dark side. I'm sure no, she's Kisa. a Slytherin. It's because it's because of the cookies, isn't it? They I got feel like cookies. Kisa's a Slytherin. <gasps> is Kisa a Slytherin? I don't know. I had to ask. Scotty, how have you not asked this question already? I'll ask her now. I'm disappointed in you. Only because she's yes. evil. She sends us like evil things. I feel like All she's right. part of us. <clears throat> she's one of us. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me continue. Except, except for producer also, Caleb. Have to ask. Just do. Getting to be a little crazy, what, and all I can think you, about uh, right you now, you're a puff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Puff. yeah, she's with me, fellow puff. I think she may have had to pee. Yeah, she had to go take a pot. She texted me, goes, Can I take two seconds to potty? I'm like, Why are you texting me this? You can just walk out. Well, I mean, in fairness, we're recording, <laughs> yeah. so that's a fair question. Should I wait for it? <laughs> no, okay, no, okay. I mean, we can't so, pause in the- Dame Olivia Newton John, you've met her. Turned down roles in two movies that were also made in 1980 to star in this movie. What were they? I wasn't going to make it a what were they question, but now I want to. Um, somewhere in time. Nope. Romancing the Stone. No. Nope. Plus later. Oh, is it? I yeah. don't know. Tron. Uh, one of them <laughs> has the word music in it. The Music Man. No. Um. I'd ask for hints, but you don't know them. I do not. <laughs> but I do know it just keeps going because. Right? <laughs> the sound of music. No, it no, just keeps no, going no. because you. Can't stop the beat. Can't stop the music. Can't stop the music, stop the music. which is um, 
the village people movie. What? There was a village people movie? Which, honestly, that scene where the the glitz scene He's choked up over it. Like when they first walk up, it very much looks like village people like the the guy at the door. Rewind. There's a village people movie. <laughs> it's called Can't Stop the Music and um ONJ turned it down. Th- you want to add it to the list? <laughs> no, but I have changed my now, movie. The other one. All right. No, I have. During this, I've decided I found one I that I want to do we, more than the one I said we right. were going to do. Since we haven't announced it. I yeah. Can. We'll announce it today then. Just put it in stone. How about yeah. that? Well, you, we got to make sure. I'm going to text it to you and you got to make sure it's available uh, okay. for us to oh, we can find. We can find it. Yeah. No, I'm just going to text it to you real quick. Just in case. The other movie. Oh yeah, there's two. Also yeah. involves music. And it's a bunch of dudes. Dudes. And they're talking real slow. Slow talking. Because I know this one, even though you guys dismiss me for knowing things. <laughs> and they say things. And they also have black glasses. Blues brothers? Yes. Oh, yeah. The Blues Brothers. She was going to be how many details? Was she going to be the Carrie Fisher part? I wonder. No idea, but she turned out a role in that to be in this. Yeah. So it worked out for the best. So let's go into this paragraph I have of people who turned down the role of Sonny Malone. Oh boy. Okay. Oh. Can I make a guess for one? You can't. Should we wait? I feel like for that, I'm going to skip that one because I feel like that'll be fun with Johnny here. Okay. The soundtrack was an enormous success. The song Magic went to number one on the U.S. pop singles chart. In the U.K., the soundtrack album peaked at number two, and the single Xanadu was number one for two weeks in July of 1980. Nice. The music did well. There was good music in this. I'm making you run this episode, too. Oh, I will. I'm excited about that one. So we are about to talk about... That means you have to do the libation. We're about to talk about the actors that turned down the role... Of Sonny Malone. Who would do such a thing? I, I got uh, There's guess. a collection of them. I got a guess. One of them is so good. You may not get it, I, but I hope you do because it's it's right on point with who you would expect. So one of my guesses is John Travolta. John Travolta. John Travolta is literally the first one. He turned down the role of San- Sonny Malone as he was working on Grease. No, because no, you're Urban Cowboys. <laughs> Urban Cowboy. Yeah. Correct. I was about to say, Grease was already made. And they were working on it together. Others that turned it down. Olivia I would go Newton, John Travolta. I would go through the, the list for you, but I only know like three of these yeah. people. So David Naughton. Naughton mm-hmm. was considered for the part of Sunday Malone. Right, I can play a game. Who's we that? Play- we played a. We've seen a movie with David Naughton. No, don't play this game. I don't like this game. I don't know. I don't even know who that is. We. Uh, it came out uh, the following year. Name that means nothing to it's me. A horror, it's, a, <laughs> it's a horror film. Midnight Madness. Wasn't it one of the? Wasn't. I want to say I just it's looked, be Wasn't it one of, of the live? No, that's eighty-seven. Hey, okay. Wasn't it one of the live podcasts? It was a live podcast. Oh. Here, Caleb, see yourself out that door right there. Just see yourself out. Okay, perfect. I got a P2. I think <laughs> the first. Guys, we can't. I was exploding. I'm sorry. No, you're okay. I can't. I can't. I'm stuck. We're right. almost done. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. Uh, uh... He gave us all those hints and he don't and even it, know. It, it just, he don't I... even know. Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't, doesn't know. know. We watched it live. Scotty doesn't <laughs> Caleb, what was it? An American werewolf in London. There you go. Scott, oh, I I do. Do. 
Wait, he was. Oh, he turned down. Okay, I get it. Scotty yeah. doesn't. That was a great. Scotty I had it, and then it just went away. It just like yeah. I got. I got. I, got I was like werewolf something. I was that, like, was, that was the one where you guys did the acting it out. Uh, oh, that's so great. Scotty doesn't know. American Werewolf in London. I love that movie. <laughs> okay, so um, he was considered for the part of Sonny Malone after director Robert Green. He was, yeah, and producer. Joel Silver had seen him in the Dr. Pepper commercials, but he was unavailable as he was working on Midnight Madness. Steve Guttenberg, Griffin Gutenberg, Griffin Bean, and Michael Bean also auditioned for Michael the Michael Bean! <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. We've seen a movie with Michael Bean in it, too. No, I'm not playing this game again. I'm not <laughs> you know it again. Oh, God. oh, you know Gutenberg, though. I don't believe you. No, I don't. She does Takes to Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. You know that where they're the twins and they don't know each other. What was Kirstie Alley runs the orphanage saw. where one I of mean, them lives? Do you remember this movie? You're no. an '89 kid. You've got to. Remember I don't know this, this one. Oh. okay. We're gonna watch it. Okay. Was it another He's one? He's the dad. Steve oh, Gutenberg. Yeah. The only thing that I can think of is like Parent Trap. Aliens. With like the two yeah. twins. Aliens. No. It's a different. I know that's movie. Lindsay it's Lohan. A different one, but yes, same. Same, but there were. I didn't watch. Um, I didn't watch a lot then. of Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. I didn't either, but that one is okay. Good, good to know. Good mostly because of the goose. I'm, I'm uh, looking. I'm looking. Who, who was it? Because we had multiple conversations. He was in Aliens. He's um. Oh, Hicks. I don't remember yeah. that. Okay. You he's, probably had makeup on. He, he's the. He was one of the dudes that survived. He's actually the well, dude that survived. Yeah, the, the only dude. guy. Yeah. yeah. Olivia Newton-John suggested Mel Gibson for the role of Sonny. Producer Joel Silver would eventually work with him on Lethal Weapon in 1987 and its three sequels. Peter Frampton was one of Olivia Newton-John's top choices for the role of Sonny Malone. She has a lot of input in this, apparently. (laughs) But Universal wouldn't allow him to be cast. Do you want to know why? Yes, I do. Scotty, do you know? Uh, Because he was a foreign. No. (laughs) Due to the critical and commercial failure of Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts uh, Club Band. He was like, no, he failed. And that was in 78, so that was just two years prior. Yeah. Matt Latinez, Latinese, Latanzi, Latanzi. <laughs> Keep going. Matt Latanzi. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> Latanzi. Latinese is Latinese. my favorite right now. Mm-hmm. Auditioned for the role of Sonny. Gene <laughs> Kelly jokingly yeah. called him Valentino as he knew Rudolph Valentino. The whole thing, actually. Oh, they're not paying attention to my thing. I no, am. No, I'm I am. sorry. I know you two are. I appreciate you two. Sorry, we had a side conversation. Was Rudolph Valentino the designer? I'm assuming. No idea. Maybe, perhaps. We have a producer. You just tell. I him don't have fancy things, it. but I'm assuming. Was Rudolph Valentino the designer of Xanadu? Or of like the I'm brand Valentino, maybe that Gene Kelly was rich. Maybe he bought Valentino items. Maybe because he jokingly uh, called Rudolph him Valentino him. was an Italian actor known as nicknamed the Latin Lover. Just kidding. Well, hello. It's crazy if you go to. Yep, it's on YouTube, so we'll do it. You go to Yeah, we got it. That thing over there. You found it. Yeah, we we're good. Okay. All right. Joel Silver notoriously held one of his screenwriters for ransom for three days against his will. He did. The son of a bitch won't deliver, he said. So I locked him in for three days. Sure did. That happened. It's one of the famous stories out of this. Out of the That's legal. I, I don't know if he got time for that or not. That's all I know. 
According to the two-page booklet included with the DVD, again, you can probably find it on Amazon or maybe in your local store, but probably Amazon. eBay. I doubt, you probably get it on eBay. You know what? Amazon may not carry this anymore. Do your Google searches. The dark web is available for you. I don't dark recommend Tintin. How do you get to the dark web? Yeah, I don't know. But I'm scared to even like Google how do I get to the dark web. Right. But I would like to know. Because there are things that my ex husband. I know there's like 4chan and 8chan and all that stuff. Okay, for, okay, first of all, you got way deeper than I even knew that was that was a thing. But my <laughs> ex husband came over <laughs> because we were talking about social media for a 14 year old, and he was like, "I'm so uncomfortable by it." And went over like he's the reason she doesn't have anything, right? Right. And he said, "I've been in the dark web, and I don't I don't want her to see all these things." And I was like, first of all, did." I did like you get a not, ticket? Did you? How did you get I there? I feel like it's not that easy to get. It's to not. Them. But like, he was like, all this stuff is on the dark web, and I was like, who the hell are you? And how have I not known this about you our whole lives? Like, what are you watching? So my husband's a programmer, and I asked him, and he was like, I'm not going to tell you. <gasps> he knows the trouble. secret. He knows like, the he, secret. I think he's really worried that I'll go in there and type in something. I shouldn't type in. Go over there and be like, you do it, and I just want to watch. You know? It's like, just curiosity, man. I mean, seriously. How like, many for true me, crime stories, though, do you listen to that are like, she went on the dark web, or he went on the dark web, and blah, 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 blah. Do you think the dark web is like that dangerous section of Hogsmeade and Harry Potter? Oh, you mean, um, it's, um, like, or, uh, Alley. Something bolt, bolt. No, Nocturne Alley, the whole alley. Yeah, there's different things off it. It's because when Hagrid found him, he was like, what are you doing here? Yeah. It's like finding someone you know on the dark web. It's um, like, you're Harry here? Potter. Number one, I do most of my shopping down not to Morgan Alley. And so so. she's going to be the one that we hook up for the dark web. We're going to get with you We're after the show. We're going to let you try it. Tell us about it. So anyway, again, <laughs> there's a two-page booklet in this DVD, which makes me want to buy this DVD so bad. Not going to lie. The film was originally conceived as a low-budget, shocker, shocker, roller disco movie. They got roller disco. The imminent release of two other movies prompted many changes like blending 1980s and 1940s styles, hence the band right. mm. and the rock station, whatever, together. And also, just so you know, Olympic skater Peggy Fleming helped plan the skating scenes. So I don't know how well she did in Olympic skating, but she was amazing. Yes. Was she an ice skater? An she icon. was an ice skater. That's apparent. They're not the same. I've done both. <laughs> That's why there were so many of these. There's so many rigid, and there's so much of her going <laughs> Titanic <right>. wings. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what two movies? There's this is a what two. I'm sorry, I got distracted. What two movies released in 1979 and 1979 had them change all the things in the movie? So both movies were released in 1979 and, and 1979. Yes, and okay. they were both. <laughs> I caught that too. I just want to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> they were both roller version movies. Some sort of roller skating. What you got? Um, shit. I thought they were different years. I'm sorry. I, read I that don't weird. remember any other roller skating movies from then. Um, uh, what's the action one? Roller. And one of these roller is ball? action, and one of these isn't. Rollerball. Rollerball. Rollerball is not one. Not like the one 90s. of them involves. There's a. There's a. Uh, the one in the nineties is a remake. The original has James Conn in it. Yeah. One of them involves a boot scooting boogie. What? Roller skating and boot scooting? I'm just saying boot scooting boogie. I haven't seen it. I don't know. Maybe they didn't put it in there. What? But the, the title involves boot scooting boogie. Boogie. Okay. E. No, I don't know it. Roller boogie. 
1979. Boogie. I have no idea. If they don't boot scoot boogie in that, they're that dead. Seems to us. like um, some Studio 54 kind of man. Yeah. And the other was State Town, USA. Yeah, it was. All right. Of course. So it because was. those two were released, they were like, oh, shit. We'll just write this while we film. Yep. Been there, done that. Got the t shirt. <laughs> Olivia Newton John views. Dancing with Gene Kelly as one of the highlights of her career. It would be my I mean, highlight that, that of my life. She looked real mm-hmm. awkward. That's okay. <laughs> Though the film originally flopped, this is my favorite part. It has since achieved cult status. You're welcome. Woo! And it's quite popular with the gays. Santa do. Do the pony dance now, guys. Do the pony dance. Isn't that isn't But is it a flop? I think it's uh, I also isn't I it just because a- Olivia Newton-John is an icon. Yeah, but also, I don't think it. But the well, music did it. Yeah, well. I mean, yeah, we're talking about the costume change scene. That's iconic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's not just Olivia but Newton-John. This but I mean, movie. isn't she a huge part? So though? I, 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 uh, I have an update. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we 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 asked what is Kisa's Harry Potter house. Yep. And so this is how this conversation went. <laughs> oh boy. Do you know your Harry Potter house? My what? <laughs> your house. From- Jesus, you can see yourself out that door right there. <laughs> Hold on, wait. No, no, don't leave. All right. right. Your house from Harry Potter. Oh. Yes. Was there a question on that? Yes. Yeah. Shit. Do you know your house? N- no, I don't know my house. To be honest, I'm sort of bewildered about this whole conversation. <laughs> Scotty, we need to have a talk about Kisa. Kisa, we need to have a talk about Kisa, okay? Do you even Potter, Kisa? Do you even, do you even listen to our podcast? Harry Potter comes up constantly. Yeah. Do you even Potter? We constantly you, talk about us. how we're slithering. She sent us Harry Potter Where's beans. Those beans are from Harry Potter, Kisa. There's no Harry Potter. Potter. beans are Harry Potter beans. Oh. They eat them on the train. That's how Ron and Harry rekindle a friendship. And that's where I'm just going to leave that conversation. I'll talk to her later. I thought that was funny. Oh Can I get her gosh. number, please? We have some things to discuss. I'm looking at Now I soul. feel like she's a Hufflepuff. No. I don't know. Please, I don't know. I don't know where to put her anymore. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. She's a muggle. She's a muggle. She might be one of the cool elves doing yeah. all the magic yeah, around no, us. I think she's a muggle. And they're like, you guys have time to worry about houses? <laughs> that's he, who she is. is a muggle. It's fine. You just need to we get can your have letter. a muggle friend. We need to get your letter. Or is she like a um a, a squib or a squid? A squib. 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 She might be. Well, she comes from a magical uh, family. People that, right. people that have, magic, have magic but don't use it. No, 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 no. no yeah, because yeah, Fantastic Beasts. A squib yeah. is someone that comes from a, a magical family, but they themselves do not have power. That's not true because Dumbledore's sister is a squib and she has magical powers. She just repressed them. But Filch is also a squib. He cannot use magic. How he is a squid that works at That's Oh my god, that was... that change your dynamic? I would Filch? be like, there is he still works, God. He works at, he works at Hogwarts. Like That's why he's there. always right. fixing the things who and have not door. magically fixing them. All he doesn't have, have magic. Yeah. He is from a magical family. There might be different I'll fight you on this, Caleb. Just like Dumbledore is not a bad person, he's my Dumbledore is a terrible person. I will fight you with a leg rest on you will go down. How many times I have said, why is Filch pushing that broom? Because he's a squid. I'm on Teddy Rayleigh with the Dumbledore situation. Just saying. So in the books, they bring it up. Because there's a whole episode in the books. There's a whole chapter on it. Where they, (laughs) when the Weasley twins steal the map. They break into his office and they find all his documents about how he's a squid. He can't do magic. 
that. It's she did a few drinks in her. She finds a passion. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter's well, a jam, yeah. though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I kind of yeah. want another one of these drinks, but I'm too lazy to make one. You want to I have barely eaten today, yeah. and I've already oh, had three I mean, I'll, it, fancy wines. I thought it's amazing. How Any, no, it's yeah. delicious, but I had too much cheese juice, and I have to drive to Sicily. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be stopping at the I'm KFC on Moffat to get a finisher. Yeah. Yeah. I, do you have anything else on that trivia? I love that. We I'm so sorry. I'm all, um, that was actually the last part of trivia. Now we're going to get to our next uh, rambunctious so, section. So before you do anything else, yeah, I, have some trivia too. I have some trivia. Yes. So there, the, so I referenced that there's two movies I need to watch before I watch Xanadu again. Uh, one is, this is not the first time we've seen Gene Kelly's character uh, of Danny McGuire. Really? Nope. It's not. I didn't put it in there because I had so much other stuff, but it's not. It's, it's, it's reprised. Yeah, so it's the same character. Danny McGuire has appeared in the 1944 uh, American musical romantic comedy Cover Girl, uh-huh. along with Rita Hayworth. And this is important because the other film that Xanadu is loosely based on is Down to Earth in 1947, yep. which has Rita Hayworth. Sure, put that in. Thank awesome. you, Tim. So the dance scene for suddenly, is that, no, not suddenly, but the, what's this, the one between Gene Kelly and Olivia Newton? Uh, I don't know. I know t- um, uh, something time. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that one um, was the last thing shot for the movie. It was, and it was because they were like, we don't have enough movie. Suspended <laughs> time. <laughs> that is a very long dance scene, right? Because yeah. they didn't have enough time for like they were short. They were under because so, the movie was supposed to have had so much time, and they were way under. So they they got. Gene Kelly because he lived down the street and got yeah. Dame and then they the, the, the whole thing they got Michael Bett. It was the last thing. To- hey, oh, they Gene. add in the tap noises? Yeah. Yes. I thought so. My daughter got upset about that too. She's like, you can tell that they're not really dancing. Yeah, I thought so too. And I was like, first of all, that is usually done post production. Somebody yeah. goes yeah. in and watches it, and then they add in the noises. Yeah, usually they they messed up. Not totally the mess. Yeah, usually that's added all the yeah. time. Yeah. That was another conversation we had. All right. Are you guys ready? It's your favorite game we're going to play. Oh, it's my favorite game. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. You ready? Yeah. I don't know if you ever played it before, but welcome. Screw, Mary kill. Oh, okay. Not my favorite game. Uh, I have. She's uh, being so politically correct with that first word. Screw. Yeah. Screw. Oh, that's before we let, let the F word fly. Back in the day, <laughs> we always called it screw Mary kill. Yeah, but right. That's what I'm saying because but, but, there's but, a time where we tried to like be not more, be, be more or less RR. Yeah. Than, but we still don't. When you explain it, you can say you'd fuck someone. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we've said vagina a lot on this. I mean, yeah. I, 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 we're there. I mean, I, 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 will, I will say this podcast is explicit. There's the explicit tag yeah. on the podcast because, because me, I know my co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Template season one. Let me say there have been times we've had kill. children in here because of you know center issues or whatever you know things happen. And My yeah. kids hear this at home, just so we're clear. Well, I'm a good parent. They're bathed. Sometimes yeah. Drew kids are here. Sometimes your kids are here, we and, and it so makes me <laughs> like I'm real hard. I'm not gonna lie. Like, My shoulders like will get knotted not because i don't like kids it's because i'm so worried about my language around <laughs> this. like i'm like stephanie, oh my god stephanie, stephanie just don't just i need you to know how i talk on this podcast is exactly what okay. i say at home I and i'm not just saying that yeah. like i now that same. being said you guys have to understand your that even, 14 your oldest yeah Me but too. then she has some little ones i have 14 8 and 5 oh, okay mine's just 14 but that means that i respect you i know and, and i do children. appreciate that and so, i appreciate anybody who's like I, what can they hear? I'm letting you know for future times that they're ever here. 
I like I said, I oh, not. I don't remember. doubt that with McKenzie at all. Well, all of them. I don't remember sassy what I said. said. Word. <laughs> They're all sassy. Sorry. I'm get McKenzie I, was, I wouldn't be surprised if McKenzie is like saying some words herself here and there. I don't know. No, I don't, I don't think so. Don't think no, so? no, no. I really don't I, think so. No, okay, good. She's sassy, but she's she is one like she's like a very straight and straight. Straight and narrow? Yes. Straight she's narrow, more like her like, daddy? No. No, her stepdad. Like, I was like that as a kid. Uh, I was, yeah, she's I like was a, very oh, like, like I'm, I'm a goody good Like almost a, like a straight edge kid? Yeah, so she's sassy, but I've she's a good kid. I think if she edge. said damn, she would then be like, oh God. That was me. That's very I didn't start cursing yep. until I was like 25. Mc- just so Were you clear. straight edge at one time, Caleb? Oh, absolutely. Mc- McKenzie is very much Justina. And Callie is like Justina now. Just, Callie is me now. Mackenzie's going through me through life. Right. So she does things that I'm like, we're going to get bullied I, because I was Josh. bullied. I really wish Penelope my oldest Josh son Sanders. listened to our podcast. I don't think he listens to any podcast, but my oldest son went through a straight edge phase. Like that was his thing. Now, my oldest son, if if anybody knows him, and I think you're really the only one that met him. Met him. Um, Parrish is just like me i mean really we like <laughs> it's it's put us together you love them and, and then it's you're like, like dangerous but when he was a teenager he went through this phase where he he was his straight edge and he used to hang out at this place um off of Greelot um where they listen to like hard death metal bands and whatever and they you know, we're straight edge and we're not, you know, we're not going to do anything. And he got to a point where he wouldn't even take Tylenol or aspirin, whatever. Like he was hardcore. Oh yeah. He was hardcore about it. That's and not straight edge. That's Christian science. <laughs> but let me tell you about this child. So before he turned 18, well, he want, you know, I, I have tattoos. He wanted tattoos before he turned 18. He wanted me to go co-sign for him. He wanted a chess piece that said straight edge across his chest. Oh, oh my God. No. Please tell me. You no, wait a minute. No, no, Please no. tell me he has no, it. No, no, no. This is my biggest regret. <laughs> oh, yes, he did. No, he didn't. He didn't. Okay. My biggest regret is not letting him do this. Because if you know him now, it would be so hilarious for him to have it. <laughs> so, you're Stephanie. like, honey, no, child, saying, look at your mama. Right. That's going to go away. Stephanie, great mom, kind of a dick. <laughs> but being a great mom is like, I'm not co-signing for you no, to get, I, get a tattoo before you're 18 because, A, you're going to pick something stupid. Yeah. And, <laughs> right. Like, straight edge. And, I mean, B, yeah. isn't that cool font, <laughs> too? also going to be kind of Yes. Funny. And I don't want to be responsible for your bad decisions. It's well, like, so. Is that the one that broke your coccyx? No, no that's, that's the other the one. one. I was going to say, because yeah. then you could, you could be like, I'll let you do that. This one, this is the one that looks like he could be on the, uh, the Viking, Viking show. Yeah. Okay, I guess. So, um, so anyway. I told him no, and he yeah. was pissed off. He was which, so mad, which, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He was 18? So, huh? No, he was under 18 oh, okay. at the time, so he couldn't go get his yeah. tattoo. And so, um, long story short, he joined the Marine Corps. Um, he no longer straight edge after the Marine Corps. Yeah, that, <laughs> He came gonna... on out. And there's that. And and now, I mean, and I'm going to say this because in some of our, in some of our um, states where we have listeners, it's legal. The dude smokes weed so much, <laughs> so much weed, which I am not judging because no. weed is good. It should be legal everywhere, in, in my opinion. Right? I'm just saying he's not anymore. Then it probably helps if he was, though. Right. 
especially yeah. if you're a Marine yeah. Corps. But what I'm saying is, is like, he is not long story edge. short, he's not straight edge. No. So my biggest regret is not letting him get that damn tattoo. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> Because the mean part of Stephanie is like, I want to come over on holidays and be like, let me see straight it. Edge. Let, let me see it. it. Let me see it. Definitely yeah. swear for Halloween this year. Please get straight edge. Like we'll design it and we'll put it Do across like your chest. Yeah, yeah. I just want straight edge across Please. my chest. No because I'm like, oh my God, if I had let him get that tattoo. <laughs> like <laughs> even at my age, I just don't have a tattoo because I know ten years from now it, it's gonna be dumb. He now has he has actually several tattoos and they're beautiful. Most of his tattoos he got while he was in Japan. And he had them done by a Japanese artist, and they're mm-hmm. gorgeous. And then he had some done here in, in Mobile by an artist, CW, who's really famous and fantastic. And he even has one, my favorite one for Mother's Day one year. Because he's, he's always done quirky things for Mother's Day. Like, one day he made me penis cookies. Nah, <laughs> that's that's amazing. This is my son. One day he baked I'm serious. One one year. No, from no, no, no. This was a question. This oh. is not high five. Yeah, high five. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Were they shaped like penises? They were shaped like or oh. made of penis. <laughs> They're shaped like penises. <laughs> I mean, it's a fair question. I like that she high fived that. No, yeah. she was like, she's like, does it matter? Does it matter? They were great. One year, and no, no, seriously, this is Parish. So one year he um, baked me a red velvet cake, and after I ate it, he proceeded to tell me how he stole all the ingredients from the grocery store and put them in his backpack. Uh. <laughs> um, I'm no, you. <laughs> So this is, I'm not lying. So my Mother's Days have been epic with this child. So one year for Mother's Day, he got a tattoo for him. But at the time, <laughs> I was belly dancing, and I, you know, and I was teaching belly dance. So he has a tattoo of a belly dancer right here on his arm, holding a snake because I'm a Slytherin, and it says "Mom." Aww. and I'm like, that's the best. Do you have a picture uh, of that it? It's amazing. Cute. It's amazing. Do you have a picture of it? Uh, and can he make not, a dance? No, I'll get one. Like, I'm going to get one. We'll show everyone. Put it it's out amazing. Out I'll get a picture. I'll get him to take a picture because it was amazing. One year he took me to New Orleans for Mother's Day and we got crunk. <laughs> well, I know what like, this week's Penelope is. and Calliope. I'm going to need yeah. you to listen up. Here, I'm just okay? saying, my son's Mother's Day gifts from Parish have been, you never know what you're going to get, yeah. but it's always epic. Yeah. Straight edge, man. Mm-hmm. I wish right. I'd let her get that tattoo. Oh, we're a game. Oh, a game. Screw Mary Kill. Yeah. Get, okay, back, on, oh, get yeah. back on task. We have two groups of people because I couldn't decide. You couldn't pick three? No, we have two groups of three people. Okay. You okay. can pick which one you'd like okay. because one of them, I feel like it'd be great to make everybody pick between men. But then one of them, I think it'd be fun to make everybody pick Kira at some point for something because I'd like to see what they do with Kira. Yeah. So you can either choose Sunny, which is Dreamer Boy, mm-hmm. Kira. We know she skates, kind of. Yep. Mm-hmm. Simpson, the boss. The boss. Really? Yep. Or Sonny, Danny, and Simpson. Oh. Whichever you prefer. Okay. Gotcha. I, so I, we're going to start. Yep. Caleb, you got yours? Yeah. Okay. Caleb goes first. Uh, well, if I can. Your camera's off. Yeah. Caleb. Oh, well. Uh, Your camera's off? Yeah. I guess, I guess the battery. All um, right. Anyway, which is weird because it's. We've been we've been doing this for a yeah. long time. Anyways, uh, Sonny Screw, Danny Mary, because he's got that he's he's gonna he's gonna take care of me. Look at that house, boo! Look at that. House. He's gonna take good care of me. Mm-hmm. He's uh, in a nightclub and some kill because he's a jerk. He's a jerk. 
So mine's very similar. Uh, so I had a hard time picking because I I had to. I wanted. I really wanted the three main characters in there. So. Yeah, yeah, like you yeah, if, if, yeah. Uh, my answers would have been different if Kara yeah, was with so, Sonny and Danny. So so sorry. So I'm gonna have to pick the um, Danny Sonny Simpson scenario because I want Danny in the in the mix. Okay. So um, I'm just saying. Originally, had Kira been in it, Sonny would been the one I would have killed. But since Kira's not in it, I have to kill Simpson because I don't care about him at all. <laughs> okay, continue. So um, I'm going to screw Sonny, but I'm not going to like it. <laughs> oh, my God, that's deep. I'm just right. saying I'm not going to like it. And the only reason why I'm going to screw him is because I also want to marry Danny because I want to dance with him for the rest of my life. Scotty? I will pick the Sunny Kira Simpson. Uh, yes. Okay, because everyone's done the other one. Yeah. I will um, kill Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> right. That, that seems to be just, obvious. Just gotta kill Simpson. Uh, and then uh, me and Sonny would have a magical night together. You, <laughs> would you also not enjoy it? I would. I would have some. You would sparkle. <laughs> be neon. We would not get a You'd roller skate. The rails we would, have, would be we talking to you. Whatever. Right. I'm just saying, if me and, and Sonny, I'd be the top. And and then he we whatever he wants. I want to please Sonny. Whatever Sonny wants. <laughs> Because it's be gonna muse. right. Because his, I'm going to be his muse. I'm going to be <laughs> Scotty the muse. Woo. All right. I'm going to sexually wow. assault him with a kiss, and then it's going to be on. Uh, and then I'm going to marry Kira because she's the daughter of Zeus, and I kind of need Zeus as my grandpa. Or my <laughs> like, like, like he always looks at the family. He's <laughs> like, I need to come from right, a line of Zeus. Zeus. Right. So yeah. like. He could hook me up with a job. Right. Like, yeah. right. He'd be like, all right, cool. You can be the demigod of whatever. I'm like, sweet. Well, For now, three best. weeks. Time doesn't matter. I don't know. Okay. This, this version of Zeus seems out of it. We, we got to hear John yeah. now. This is heavenly male voice. Um, okay. So I'm going to go with that one, too. Oh. But I think I am going to marry the boss. What's his name? Simpson. 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 Because he's going to be a very absent husband anyway. We know those types, That's right? right. The Hollywood you don't executives. have to fool with them. He's going to give me money just to keep me busy. He's going to be absent. And having lots of affairs. Anyway. Right. Lots of affairs. I don't even really have to see him. <laughs> so I'm going to marry him with Smart. a great prenup. And then <laughs> I'm going to screw Kira because she'll be like my forever. Or I'm going to marry Kira. She'll be my forever muse. Wait, you I'll married marry Simpson, her. I thought. No, she... Oh, I did marry Simpson. You did. Screw yeah. Kira. Uh -huh. Yeah. Because she can inspire me. We're going to have right. a good time. And then Sonny, really, nobody needs him. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm saying, why I really, is he here anyway? I really wanted to kill Sonny. But, why is he here? But I also wanted to marry but Danny, yeah, I, so I, I had to pick that. I have fun with Kira. I feel yeah. like I'm a creative. Kira could help me go a long way. And Within the amount of time that you screw, which... Yep. Whatever. I'm not going to say that. That yeah. seems really... There you go. <laughs> I don't know. like, women screw longer. But anyway... Um, so I'm going to do both because the the time, like the order is the same. Sonny's dead in both. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I might even change mine and kill Sonny and just screw Simpson. I don't so, know. Either way, I'm not going to like it. I'm going to kill Sonny. He's dead. Yeah. I will marry Kira or marry Danny. Either way, because Kira will, sh she will inspire me for the rest of our lives. Right. Like I will, I will right. take on that inspiration for the rest of my life and I will use it. 
Danny is the sweetest man. Right. And he would inspire me for the rest of my life. And also dance with you forever, which yep. is inspiration. I love to dance. And he likes roller skates. Apparently. And I would screw Simpson because I feel like that dude has a lot of bottled up energy yeah, man. that he could take out on my body. Thanks. That's all I'm saying right now, okay? <laughs> if you want to give me a back massage first, like, let's just focus that in the thumbs and then take care of it. <laughs> I'm about it. So, um, I'm also at the point of this podcast where I have to pee real yep. bad. So, do you want to take a break or... Pulse, he's shaking. Yeah. Yeah. Let's pause. pause. Y'all go pee. <laughs> Y'all, I had to dip. I thought I was going to pee on this, this couch. This is going to be the longest I had. I thought I was going to pee on the couch. couch. It's like two hours, but whatever. But it's so much fun. Well, it's because we went off on the love boat. We, we went off. That's been fun. The, the dynamic's really good tonight, today. This might it's be fun. part one and part two. No, nah, I'm going to release it all. Who would have ever thought Xanadu would be a part two type podcast? <laughs> I didn't, so I'm just going to... I'm glad I'm uploading it at work because at my house it would take four days to upload yeah. for, to YouTube so I can upload it overnight tonight, uh, tomorrow night. I also, seriously, the, I'm so glad you said you walked out on the cartoon because I was sitting I, on my bed and today when i watched it and i was like you have got to be kidding me like i said that really loud <laughs> that and being John said wait in. until you see what movie i picked for because <laughs> it also has an animated sequence i don't necessarily hate animation but that one i felt like was so forced in and it was it was it was the, the most theater? what the thing was it's like out of nowhere yeah. like there's there's no indication that there should be any animation in this movie that at all that was the thing and all of a sudden bam like had animation. you been in the theater were you in the theater i was but i was eight so, okay, I so was as an adult different. i was, went was, to see this musical trippy olivia newton john did they re-release it at one point i don't know but i'm just thinking like if i went to the theater yeah, yeah. and saw this as an adult and I saw this Thumbelina type shit pop up. How would I react? Would I just be so into it or would I be bait? But it wasn't in there? the theater release like, though, right? Hmm? I thought it was the animation was added. Later. No, 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 no. It was in the theater yeah, it's, release. It's in the release. I don't remember. So it was added at the end before Let's it was put released. It this way, I don't remember the animation watching it on the big screen. That's how little it had yeah. an effect on me. Because I'm like, meh. I just would think if I were sitting there, like, I went to see this movie, I knew it was going to be a disco, like, roller trippy, maybe even sci-fi-ish movie with Olivia Newton-John. Right. I would never expect this Beauty and the Beast type, which wasn't out yet, but, like, this animated roses and dancing sequence. Yeah, it was stupid. It was odd. It was stupid. Bizarre. That's what I'm like, well, okay, I guess I'll go and... But I didn't like, hate it. Do That's some laundry. thing. I did not hate this movie. No, I, I love the movie. It. I didn't hate it either. Yeah, the movie. I, I, I'm like honestly, I, I love this movie, and 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 literally when you know the things that, especially just seen as like nitpicked about, which are valid, one hundred percent valid. I've never picked up on because I don't look at that stuff. Well, her analytical side of it, like I kind of want to rewatch it now. What right. she's talking about. I just love it for the I I literally remember having the album and like skate I used to love to skate and I would skate around and you know listen to the album and sing the songs and be outside and trying to you know just be just be Kira so well my question on the deeper level is that if she's a muse mm -hmm. and if she were to come live with him like 
kind of a Little Mermaid thing. Give up what you've got to be right. with your love. Is he being selfish in that way by taking her from being amused to other people forever? 100%. 100% selfish. Yeah. But I also think if, so does it, if then the way it looked like to me to, uh, to something else. Yeah. The way it looked like to me, though, in the end is that she's also human now, it, mortal, and has no power. Right. So, it, so Right. But is that selfish of him now that oh, absolutely. he is human? He took that away. No, I disagree. No, I also see that as a problem, though. Go on, Mike. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, I should have brought this up. No, no, no. I can edit this in. Yeah, go ahead. But, but I, I don't, I don't think so because she makes the choice to give it up. Yeah, she does. Uh, and that, and also on top of that, we've seen the repercussions of every time she leaves. So is she selfish? Let's all just take a step back right now. Just take a step back and think about the fact that they made the joke of. Now or forever, I don't know. I can't ever tell the difference. He's gonna die, and, and she, she can go, go back, back to be amused. amused and might miss like two other people. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, there's true, that. true. Yeah. Like she can go back yeah. to musing other people. Yeah. So it's not like a forever no. thing. It's not like it's a little a forever for him. You get okay, so I took it as, as her being a waitress. The way and the way it looked, I thought she'd be. It looks to me like she became mortal, so sure, she doesn't she, have the option of going back. But but, but I think she does. I mean, you like, think so? She's not mortal. She's mortal-ish. <laughs> and magic makes her mortal. Magic can make her amused. Yeah, but and I also think the once again Ariel though, went back like, to being a mermaid. Well, did she really? Go. Oh. But also there are multiple movies. But also <laughs> real, another question is: Are the gods and the muses selfish because they make these people fall in love with these muses and then leave? They're that's just what, doing it because they're bored. That's what gods do. Yeah. That's, that's but that's all, a question to bring up, though. Because we've seen how it affects Danny. How, how many stories have you seen of Zeus? Yeah, no, no, no. I know, all of I know, but I'm bastard saying... Children. But I'm saying, I'm saying, since we're already talking about the other side of right, but Sonny then, being selfish, does that mean... But then the argument there imposes, how do they choose who to become amused to, and are they making people fall in love with them, or is that something that a human... Because they have feelings and Amuse does not, does on their own. Mm -hmm. We're not making people fall in love with us. They're the ones with feelings. They're doing that. You know what I mean? But is it selfish to, even if that's not the intention? Also, my muse is Jason Momoa. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is John Mayer okay, well, all of his faces. I need your laugh and a sound bite. <laughs> 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 we Every time that. I get a text message, it goes, <laughs> so amazing it and magical great. this moment. It's Thank amazing. you. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Just saying, not, not all muses should be female. I think. Well, I, don't, I, I agree with that. I feel like there could be male muses. Yeah. There's not. By the way, I looked up a male version. There is a male muse. No, there's not. Because I was gonna say brother sisters. I was gonna say whatever muses, but there's no male version of a muse. I, because they're ladies. I don't know. Greek mythology back in the day didn't give because two men wrote that shit. Men. <laughs> Wrote it. <laughs> it is it's true though. Like, we don't like, want to watch men dancing. That's right. Like, men were like, we don't need to be that kind of queer kind of thing. Where, where they oh, they were all oh, actually they're the, all the Greek boys. I was about to say the Greeks didn't care. The Greeks and the Romans all had their little side boys. Love pieces. is love. To do it. it wasn't even love. It was about sex, man. They'd be married to a woman and have their side boy piece. The women are like, thank God. Right? Please go. Yeah. It's too much. Because they I'm were tired. screwing the slaves. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so the film was adapted into a Broadway musical, which caused a lot of controversy.
controversy due to the poor reception of the film. Was it the what was However, the musical? Xanadu. The musical oh, yeah. was Xanadu. actually a satire of the film and was therefore praised for its humor. It opened in 2007, starring Carrie Butler as Kira and Cheyenne Jackson as Sonny. Wow. The show ran for over 500 performances and was nominated for the Best Musical and Best Book Tony Awards. I had no idea it was on. Like, I want to do it. I want to so do bad. it, too. Holy I will cow. skate the whole time. Please, let's do it. I will be Kira and I will be in skates the whole time. Why can't we get? Like, I'll be Sonny and I'll be in skates the whole time. We don't have a. I have a small we chest. Need to do this. We need ace so bandages. Justina is in all roles in Xanadu. I gotta be in this movie too. I'm blonde. I gotta be Kira. <laughs> we can do. You it. You could be Sunny. Guys, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. How many times was the word Xanadu said in the last song? Yeah. This is such a cool number because it comes up later. I'll give you the beat, but I don't know it. I don't think that's it. Mm-hmm. She's singing the whole thing. Yeah, there I am. It's going to be Just weird. get halfway through and then double it. <laughs> Are you looking up the answer, Jonna? No, no, no. I'm Wikipedia the Broadway because there's no way I'm going to guess that. I'm thinking... I couldn't remember who Carrie Butler was when you said she was on... 32. There we go. Okay. Caleb? Uh, mm, 17. I'm, I'm going to go higher. Because there were reprises of the chorus. 42. 63. Donna? 94. 21. Oh, wow. 21. I should have said 21. I'm going to go higher. I was like, are you sure? No. Nope. I was thinking about the reprises, but that's fair. Okay. All right. Let's close this tab, people. I need some mashed yeah. potatoes and gravy. Mm. I have to pee. Yes. I'm the one that gravy. has to pee now. You should have gone when we went. Pitter I patter. didn't have to go then. Domestic release date, August 8th, 1980, which is a year after Josh's birthday. August 8th. Uh, I just knew that. I saw that. And I was like, oh, I was look, eight years on old. On his one year birthday, he could have watched the interview. I was turning three. Oh, you're so cute and tiny. Was, was Were you two? pooping in a potty yet? Uh, I was. I Probably not. <laughs> I wasn't born. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I hope so, Stephanie. <laughs> you're eight. I'm eight. I was only hey. pooping in a potty hey. yet. Some kids listen, are late. I mean, listen, it's not. It's fine. My eight year old. It's fine. Sometimes. <laughs> When okay. she goes, she goes. It's not small, and we always have issues getting it down. Okay. So eight is not unreasonable. Okay. Domestic opening for this film was one point four million dollars. I'm million just kidding. Dollars. No, really, million dollars. The estimated budget for the film was twenty million dollars. How much do you think it made in total? I hope it made at least its budget. I'll say twenty-two million. So, in terms of film, and this is this is a valid question for me because I don't know how it works. Do music royalties go into the film? Yes. Yeah. Because if so, then I think it made. Oh no! 40, Over budget. 40, for sure. All right. I'm so, gonna say fifty. So, so it does, but it doesn't. It doesn't. So, so like when you're trying, 
we're, we're I feel like this is like theater film. Like how much so, they made in theaters. So yeah, this this is yeah, just total box office. Box office. office. Oh, okay. Oh Lord. How much did you say? I said twenty two. How long was it in theaters? No idea. Good question, Caleb. I'm going to say me. 24 and nine quarters. Okay. See that math? <laughs> no. <laughs> I can tell you what that is. No, yeah, of course, yeah, you're, you work in a coin shop. <laughs> <laughs> can you? Do you know what 24 and nine quarters is? 24 million and then nine quarters is two dollars and twenty five cents. Yes, ma'am, it is. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's really hard right. To Are we out. talking about quarter of a million? Are we talking about quarters? Because you know quarters. how, like, if a movie's a flop, it'll only run for eight weeks in theaters. Yeah, it's hard you know for me I mean? to find that. It's hard for me to find that number only because, on top of that, there's also the whole situation of not every theater runs a film. Right. So I, I do know that this movies. had the number of right. two hundred and forty-nine theaters. Do so find, so I don't know that what that means. What's the answer? answer? Should, uh, John, I'll, I'll say like seventeen. I don't think it hit budget. Okay, Caleb, how much? Uh, I'll go at 19. So I think it probably it gained fame after. In total, 22,762,000. Oh, wow. Oh, still got it. Did you pre-look that up? Probably I, did. It's it's not a... I don't think it... It did bomb. It, you know, it, it did uh, bomb. It just didn't... It didn't bomb. It didn't do as well as they thought Look, and as well as it should have for the people in it. Because they were expecting double that. But I think... Yeah. I, yeah. From a... Ferengi point of view, they did not make their profit. Well, uh, also, well, even that, you got to consider advertising, because box office numbers that we see publicly do not include marketing. And they, and they like boosted it really hardcore. But marketing's different in 1980, so they they, they don't do the crazy, bur- the, the marketing budgets are way this smaller. This is now right. a three-hour podcast. So sorry, guys. Uh, sorry. We, yeah. uh, it's been fantastic, though. Yeah. We, um, yeah, anyways. Well, luck, uh, we can discuss more ne- about that. I may actually have to break this up into two. I think this yeah. is a fun topic, though. Let's talk about this at some point. I would love to join that. Like, how do we calculate based on marketing and royalties? Yeah. Because in this I mean, case, not now, but know, easy, answer, e- easy answer today. Um, a studio will find any way to, to, to say every movie they make doesn't make a profit. Correct. And so they add everything. They'll nick in the dime, everything, including including the the, the advertising budget, Adverti- or what they feed people well, on publicly. Set. But publicly, but, they don't put that in. Right. Right. But advertising budgets in today's films, movies like blockbusters, are usually fifty percent of the budget of what yeah. they have. So so a billion dollars are going to spend a half a billion dollars to do advertising around the world. Yeah. Got it. Good enough. And in this case, <laughs> you might also have, like you mentioned, we might have the issue of music rights added to the budget and all. Well, see, the, the the music for this was made for this film, so there was no rights to buy. It's, com- it's all commissioned. Yeah, interesting. But then and it was Olivia Newton-John. Yeah, it was Olivia Newton-John. So it was good to have it in house too. Yeah, if you will. All right, top five, top five for the weekend. Number four. Why would I lie? I don't know. I've never seen you. <laughs> Number three. I should have asked which one you guys thought it was. I just went into it. I'm not David no, what? Yeah. So, because none of these I recognize except for the number one, and I'll ask you about that. Right. So, number three is Xanadu. I didn't have a five on this. It didn't have a five. I don't know why. Uh. Number two, the fiendish plot of Doctor Fu Manchu, <laughs> which is a long ass title. <laughs> wow. For, for kind of a racist movie. <laughs> yeah. Number one. What do you think was number one the weekend of August eighth, 
1980. The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Totally. Yeah. The Empire Strikes yeah, Back. Strikes that is not the answer. The answer is 100%. Empire the Empire Strikes Back. It's top five of the so year. Cool. Number five of 1980. No, uh, anything from the top five of well, 1980. Was The Shining in there? No. Well, number one is the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah. correct. You guys Easily. brought up you brought up one earlier when you were trying to get something else of his. Romancing the Stone. No, that's eighty-four. Oh, yeah. um, it has numbers in it. Huh? Oh no, I'm thrown. It has numbers. Raiders in of the Lost Ark. No, no, it has numbers in it. Is it in Raiders eighty or is it eighty-one? Um, eighty. Damn. Now I can't remember, Justina. So I don't know anything about the rest of these, so I could not help you out. Number five. Any which way you can. Yep. Number four. Kramer versus Kramer. Kramer, Mm -hmm. Number three. Stir Crazy. Oh, that's a great (laughs) movie. Number two. Nine to five. Nine Nine to five. five. Number one, Star Wars. Yeah. Where did Xanadu rank for the year? <laughs> and this number has come up already in this podcast. 21. 21. Number 21. 21. The <laughs> fact that they said Xanadu 21 in their final number and they ranked 21, I'm like, that's all you need. That's all you need. That's, that's perfect. You did well. Just keep it. Uh, so this is, our, do I do that? Are we yeah. done? Yeah. Yeah. I don't anything else to say. I'm about to close this shit down. Uh, we need yeah. to go. Like Here, you don't have, have to go home, that. but you can't yeah. stay here. I have Closing to pee. This is our contribution to the universe. Go out and make yours. Woo! Or this is our contribution to the multiverse and go out and make uh, yours. So sorry. Gosh, <laughs> darn it. It's not in the script. Xanadu. Xanadu. I'm gonna-